home run. Hello, 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 everybody. How is everybody doing? Oh, and CR, welcome to the Thought Riot team. I saw that come through on there, and I wanted to give a shout out, but we were uh, we were chatting, so. Um, I'll, I'll give people a couple minutes to hop in here. Normally. I noticed that usually 30 seconds after the premiere ends, a lot of people start coming in. I, I don't know if the, it's because there's a little bit of delay in the video. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but uh, we're super stoked to have you here, CR, and super happy that you joined. And welcome to the Thought Riot team. And we'll get into expanding some minds here. Malia should be here any minute. As you guys are coming in, hit that like button. It helps. It goes a long, long, long way. And it's super easy to do and free and helps us out big time. Open. Okay. There we go. All right. There we go. And let me see for the intro. Yes. Bam. All right. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I wish, I wish that YouTube would make it a, a seamless transition from the premiere over to a live. But I got to be honest, I have not seen a lot of people do this. Normally, when there's a creator, they're uh, an Annie uh, Elise creator, which is primarily pre-recorded and, and heavily edited. And I don't mean that in a bad way. We love Annie Elise. Uh, and uh, that's just the type of creator she is. Or you have like your truth and transparencies, which are primarily live and, and talking people through stuff. Maybe that's why there hasn't been enough people that want to be able to transition from a premiere into a live. I don't know, but it would be super convenient if they figured that out for us. So, um, but welcome everybody. This is the true crime talk show brought to you by thought riot podcast. And uh, we just premiered the video for all of you audio listeners out there on Apple, on Amazon, 
on Google, on Spotify. We just premiered the uh, pre-recorded video around 113 pieces of physical evidence in the Idaho 4 case. And what the heck? Why? How? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up the, the little amount of evidence that they have in this case to then go on to say that they have a slam dunk conviction. You know, they got this in the bag. Um, so we're questioning and wondering how let's figure this out. Let's look at statistically, like what does that break down to per unit? How is the prosecution going to use this to try and convict and prove to the not only the, the court, but the world, Brian Koberger did this. How is the defense going to handle this? And uh, how do we perceive that as a community? And I think there's a lot of interesting questions. You know, I, I put a post out there, you guys, before the video, hoping people would post their questions so that we could talk directly about those questions and stuff, too. And uh, I did bring some over and we'll get into those as well. But uh, going back to what I was saying, welcome to the True Crime Talk Show. We are on everything. We are everywhere all at once. And we want you to be there with us. We love the comments. We love the likes. You can find us on every platform. And of course, we also have Thought Riot True Crime and Criminal Culture podcast where we talk about uh, true crime and include some of our background in crime. You know, um, I didn't have the 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 most socially acceptable background when I was younger. And uh, we can now use that as a positive thing to look into some of these cases. And we want to do it with you. So um, welcome to the show. My name's Brendan. I'm Malia. And <clears throat> buckle up, get your thoughts out of your pocket, on your head, and get ready to, to riot. All right, so... Let's say hi to everybody. I think I caught most people in the premiere. Uh, hey, Dara, Kimmy, Jay Ray, Bonnie, Tay, Heather, Annie. Um, here, hold on. What? Kimmy said, I love how much work you guys put in your content. I really feel like we should balance it out a bit. We're leaning a bit heavy to one side. Um, maybe cover how dope Authorm is. So Authorm's incredible. So, they are amazing. Yeah. The only... So here's two things. One, people do not care about hearing about how dope Authorm is, <laughs> except for maybe you and me. I think that's an awesome idea. But yeah. we also have to cater our content to what people want to see. Um, I think Kimmy's talking more about like the and, content we're talking about. And we do have one. Aren't you doing one this week that does balance it out a little bit? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't remember what you told me you were going to do? No, I don't. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. you know, one interesting thing. What's I've really, been thinking about that, what's, though. What's like, really funny is if you look at our thumbs, so we take so much heat on Reddit. On Reddit, most people think Reddit is like super open-minded people. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's literally the opposite. There are some really great people on there and some really great forums. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show some of those uh, today, actually, on stream. But there are also very heavily closed-minded people on there as well, too. But uh, on our thumbs, we've been—I've been creating a more like 
uh, more conspiracy theory ish. And then you come on here and most of the time we're disproving conspiracy theories with science and statistics. Um, so I don't know if that's the perception you're, you're getting from it, Kimmy, but, uh, we just go where the science leads us, well, but Othram is incredible. And, and I'm disappointed if it didn't come off like that. When we talked about Othram, the only thing is, is we got to be able to be honest about them and their experience into a current case. They have none. They have none. So the fact that Idaho for the fact that Idaho brought in Othram was a mistake. That was a bad decision on their part. That should not have happened. When you have one of the biggest cases in the world, you don't do theoretical science, non historical proven science to back a case that that's not an attack on Othram. Othram is amazing, like leading the industry. Amazing. So, yeah, we've talked about Othram uh, in cold cases. The sad thing is a lot of times they, people just don't click on it. Like people, I, you know, I've seen whole podcasts around cold cases and I thought it was a thing but then we, when we talk about cold cases and Othram and stuff like that, people don't really seem to... I don't know if I would say that, though, because our content isn't that. So if, if we were those type of content creators, all of our videos would be Idaho 4. We aren't that. We, we talk about Idaho 4 maybe 30% of the time. Now, on live streams, we focus on that because that's what people want to be involved in our conversation but we we usually do six breaking news updates a week and they usually have nothing to do with idaho we usually do four other cases other than idaho um so we are not co the content creators that do what get the most views okay we're the opposite of that uh, yeah yeah you just but... said that people don't like watching that yeah. So we don't make it, but we do cover that content. We do cover it, but it's sad that it doesn't get much oh, traction yeah, yeah, yeah. because those are some of my favorite things to talk about. Yeah. Is yeah. cold cases and them being solved. I think it's incredible. You know, this person that was a Jane Doe or a John Doe for a long time. Oh, um, the cold cases. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. People, you weren't clear in saying that. I thought you were talking specifically about Othram itself. But yes, every cold case we've covered has been because of Othram. Yes. All every, of them. All like, of them. All six of them. It yeah. is an insane and amount. And it's funny because I didn't notice it until we started talking about Othram in Idaho 4. And I was like, oh, yeah. I literally read Othram in every single one of these cold cases. But it's incredible to see like this John or Jane Doe become a real human. Yeah, it's it's really it's just awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for some reason they don't get a lot of traction. I mean, I'm still gonna talk about them when I when I see one that piques my interest. But yeah. Um. In in the same respect, I mean, we don't want like content we don't want to put all that work into something people aren't going to watch too. Like, so I wouldn't go super deep into one of those until I know people want to see it. Yeah. But I mean, I think the difference is though, is we're not, <clears throat> we're not, we don't want to be an Idaho content creator. No, that is not our goal. No, we yeah. are creating a true crime network here that is unbiased, unjudgmental, and completely and totally respectable, re respectful towards all opinions. As tin hat as you can go, bring it on. 
as mainstream as you want to go, bring it on because science should be the thing that's leading us through these areas, right? So if you want to talk tin hat, awesome. Everybody's voice matters. You know, we, we are accepting of everybody and never going to put somebody down here. Like, take take me as far out in outer space as you can go. I love those conversations, but can we make the science back it? Can Is it a theory that can stand on its own two legs on its own? You know what I mean? Same thing with mainstream media. You know how often I mean, you can use the Idaho 4 case. They're they're talking about Brian as being this woman hater, aggressive man. Well, the the historical evidence that we're finding doesn't back that, right? It doesn't back that. So, you know, we try and find that that middle ground, that sweet spot between uh, conspiracy theory and mainstream media and uh, and and try and either prove or disprove either with science. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal. Um, so far, just the information we have in the Idaho four case, it's it it doesn't stick in for me in in any way. I mean, we found issues with the DNA. We, and there's even more that I'm going to be talking about on the podcast tomorrow, like way more than we than we even understood. Yeah. Um. So there's that. And then there's the issue with the cell phone pings, which we've dug super deep into. <laughs> and the car is we've dug into that, too. It's just question marks all around because yeah. we don't have cited videos of the car is driving on this street and there is a picture of the license plate or there is a picture of Brian Koberger uh, clear like yeah. nothing is clear with that. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it sucks, but we're going to have to wait till trial or a leak. But you never know if a leak is real or not. Like, unfortunately, you know, those uh, mug shots that just leaked in the Delphi case. Yes. You know, from the beginning, I kind of thought those were fake. And I'm seeing other content creators starting to say they think they're fake, too, um, because I don't see official markings on them and they don't look as official as other sketches I've seen. Now, they could be real. But that's just an example. Anyone can draw anything and then be like, oh, yeah, this is an official police sketch. <clears throat> well, that backs up why everything should be talked about. That reasoning right there. Because, look, like, we're the first to say, I feel like there's this social perception built around our establish, establishments in America, our, our, our law enforcement, our FBI, our... Department of Defense, our politicians, there's this perception and idea, right? That like socially we're expected to put our trust into these people. <clears throat> and yes, I think that is a good thing to have an open-ended willingness to trust them. But that doesn't mean that you, you, you go head first into these establishments like giving your full trust it should still be trust but verify in any situation and that's the basis that's around what this cops show should be doing that's what a cop should be no doing. that's what we should be doing and to us. our cops yes not yes the cops should be trained to do that it's not a personal opinion for them to do that they have a training system they have a training manual and there should not be any room for their personal opinion or decisions or bias to be involved in that way, but we should be holding them accountable in this way. Um, and and I agree with you. 
And I, th I don't think we do that enough because of the social perceptions around what these establishments are, you know, um, and, and what we're allowed to do. And I, I feel like it's just absurd. We need to keep talking about this. And let's be real here. Like I have family who was in law enforcement. When they're investigating a case, they build theories in the same way that the public builds their theories. The only difference is, is they have more, they're allowed to see all evidence, right? But looking at all the evidence does not always tell you what went on in the case. A lot of times, which is why we have cold cases, we still see situations where, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces of evidence will be gathered, of physical, real evidence will be gathered, and they still don't know how a crime happened. So this idea that, you know, uh, internet sleuths are bad, this idea that online investigators or uh, armchair investigators are bad is just completely absurd. They're using the same kind of tactics that law enforcement is. Most of the law enforcement training manuals and books can literally be Googled and pulled up. You know what I mean? It's not like there's some CIA protocol that, oh, you, only they know how to investigate. Yeah, get over it. Come on. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. The big difference in police investigating and your average citizens is going to be the physical aspects of it, like learning how to grab, hold, arrest, run, shoot, like all those things are the main things that clearly, you know, society, the general public shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah. But and uh, we we covered the Karen Reed case, but we need to do it again. Yeah, because I messed it up. Yeah, he messed it up. <laughs> I got names mixed up. The general yeah. storyline's right. Um, but the the issue with the Karen Reed case is it's it is a big commitment. Not that we shouldn't cover it because we should cover it, but it's a big commitment because there's two distinct storylines. Yeah, and you have the storyline that they are driving home in the core um and then you have the the other storyline that Karen is saying happened with the tail light evidence with all this other evidence and I got some of those names mixed up because there's like 10 names in the case you know and you guys know how I am with names that is like your weakness your kryptonite it is names are my kryptonite yeah I can't ever remember them ever yes hit that like we would very much appreciate it um and and I wanted to talk about this comment. Um, Kimmy said, we should keep having fun, thought-provoking conversations for sure. Just starting to worry because certain content creators, the jury pool will start to get tainted due to conspiracy theories. I worry. So here's the thing, though. If you only want, and I've worried about that, too. I have thought about it. But if you were to just watch mainstream media, you would 100% believe that Brian Koberger is guilty without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Until you come to creators like us or, or others that are doing a good job. And then you're like, well, wait, there could be issues in this. It's not that clear cut. Um, where I think the mainstream media is messing up and I think that they could do a better job is for one, not hopping on the character assassination train, but also saying innocent until proven guilty you know anybody should wait until they see the trial to make their decision they don't ever say stuff like that ever and i think that's a problem and yeah. you know uh, 
I see people are bringing up the whole waterboarding thing. I, I'm not going to talk about him, but I will say where we stand. And that is torture doesn't work. Yeah. It's you the same as the read. It doesn't work. Yeah. The, the read technique and interrogating yeah. when you, when you <clears throat> bully or hurt someone to the point of getting them to confess, you have no idea if that confession is accurate or not, or if they're just saying whatever you want them to say to get you to stop. There's a reason we don't do it. Yeah. And when we do do it, it's an extreme, extreme situations with terrorists who are a threat to the to the nation. Well, they're not supposed to do it ever. Period. They're not, but they do do it. Yeah, I, Maybe. We don't know that. We have no idea. When I was investigating the read technique, you guys, one of the guys here, I'll pull it up. One of the guys that um, I was investigating to back my opinions is a man that worked directly with the FBI, DOD, CIA, and uh, he was an interrogator. And he his interrogation tactics are not that that uh, those that type of approach. He was not out there waterboarding people. Now, look, waterboarding is a physical threat of harm. And people, they believe that people are more likely to spill their guts because there's a physical threat of harm there. Now, the read technique is a mental threat of harm, and they are setting you up to feel lesser than. They're setting you up to feel trapped. They're setting you up to engage and create all these emotions within you, which is the same type of idea as the physical threat. One just isn't physical. It's focused around mental. And this guy that I did the research on, said that you know he worked for the CIA for X amount of years and the FBI training the FBI and none of those techniques work there is no such thing as what's called the Pinocchio effect where when someone's lying it shows he said that doesn't exist what does exist is that you can identify when someone's uncomfortable but you cannot identify why they're uncomfortable and what is what's the reason for them being uncomfortable you know it, we assume when we see these uncomfortable be uh micro expressions and behaviors like these bodily reactions that they are lying about what you're talking about and he says no you have no idea if they're lying if it has anything to do with what you're talking about and it, an example of that is one time i was interrogating this woman i was essentially having a conversation with her and she was literally the most comfortable I've ever seen. And I had just started with, hey, what's your name? Nice to meet you. I'm glad you can be here with me. And she started giving off all the signs. She's touching her face. She's tapping. Uh, her leg was tapping. She was showing all the signs of being uncomfortable, basically showing the signs of when he's supposed to dig more into that line of questioning. And he asked her flat out because it didn't make sense. He wasn't even into the meat of the conversation. And he says, what? What's going on? You feel like I feel like you're uncomfortable here. And she says, yes, Mr. So-and-so, I, I, I am. I'm really worried about it because you said that I was going to only be in here for a couple minutes and I only put uh, five dollars or I only put five minutes worth of time in my parking space and I don't want to get a ticket. Right. He was getting all the signs of somebody lying because she didn't put enough money in the car the the meter you know what i mean right. that's a really good example of how an untrained 
professional or somebody that doesn't have the expertise in these things could misidentify that as, oh, she could be guilty. She could have something to do with this. She could be the one we're looking for in this crime. And she's worried about her parking meter. You know what I mean? For me, that was eye-opening. I was like, oh, man. And for a long time, I was one of those people. I'll throw myself under the bus here. I was one of those people for a long time because I use micro expressions and I use body language in my work because I'm a salesperson. So I, I like to know when someone's comfortable in front of me. I like to know when they're uncomfortable and I'm seeing all these same signs. Um, and for a long time, I thought I could tell when someone was lying until I started doing more research into the read technique until I started doing more research into micro micro expressionism, I think is what it's called. But uh, there is no way to know if someone's lying. You can only know if someone's uncomfortable. You can only know if somebody has something going on. But the reasons for that, you have to find out through a line of questioning, of specific targeted questioning. There is no way to know what they're thinking and what they're uncomfortable about. Yeah. So I just, we know it doesn't work because of science, you know, waterboarding somebody, it just doesn't work. Um, and it's a strange line of thinking to go down. I mean, if you believe in the justice system and you believe they got the guy, then there's no need really for anything like that. Yeah, the evidence will prove it. The evidence should prove it. And, you know, I, I know that in Christy and Steve's interview, you know, they said things like they wanted to see him die and stuff. And it was, it was, it was rough, but I don't judge them at all for that because their precious daughter who they raised from a baby it's passed away and, and they feel that this is the guy. Okay. They feel that he is. So their response to that. I understand those feelings. A hundred percent. I feel like if you can't understand that, then I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. We're just different kinds of people. But I, I think I could very much have similar feelings if I thought somebody took someone so precious to me away from me. Um, and, and they do. They believe yes. it. They believe it. So, I mean, I, I can't judge them for that. I really can't. Um, yeah, I can't judge him for it either. And and Kimmy, I agree with you. I look, if I'm being real here and and I was in their shoes, there is no way I wouldn't take the law into my own hands. And that is so wrong. But it, uh, it I'm I'm scared for myself if I was in that position, okay? I am terrified of myself being in a position like that. Um and it it, it just makes me nervous, you know? Um and I just hope, right, because we see this all the time, when, when trauma is involved, opinions become skewed and biased, right? And we want true justice. We want real justice. We don't want justice because it's easiest to blame what happened on the guy that is caught instead of believing that the the true suspect could be out there. I hope that there's not a situation like that going on because that's not going to help them. If if they went through this whole thing and he got put to death 
and they aren't a hundred percent sure and they aren't they didn't prove it without a shadow of a doubt that he's the guy you don't think that those families are going to continue living in a what if state we have to get the right guy otherwise they will never let this go yeah ever they will never get over and, this and that's the what ifs will be detrimental to their health and that's absolutely correct the thing is is that a sociopath is not going to react the same way a normal person would in any of those situations like polygraphs like torturing them they are different they're way different in the way they react to stuff like that um I so think this is the spot it, it's like it's literally pointless it's so pointless to even go down that line of thinking and saying that you know innocence till proven uh guilty is somehow some kind of myth it's it's literally what our justice system is built off of yeah. uh so i i think that's ridiculous yeah yeah no absolutely and i agree with you kimmy i trust our justice system i trust our american process more than I don't, always. I will always give I the benefit too. of the doubt it, to the justice system, but but that does not mean that I, I will not hold it accountable. If I'm seeing red flags, I am absolutely going to call those red flags out, and I am therefore going to not trust the process from that issue. When I see an issue, okay, if we're moving forward in a case here, because all cases move linearly, and something happens in the case, and 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 reality splits from truth, it, it doesn't just hit a bump in the road and come back to reality. No, the case is normally flawed until that mistake is resolved, until that mistake is fixed. So we we have to keep talking about it. We have to keep searching on it. We have to keep researching it, investigating it, calling it out, and trying to figure it out. There are multiple reasons why I have concerns with this case. And all I want is the right guy. And I hope Brian's the right guy. I hope so. I hope there is not a killer out there in the world just waiting to do this to somebody else, potentially in another country, with the availability to do it again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Here's that part, too, I think. I didn't know polygraph was illegal in the UK. Interrogators, they do not do this. So as an FBI agent, one of the things that I would do to make people comfortable was I always made sure that they would sit next to the door. You know, on television, you always see the suspect sitting in the corner of the room. That is third grade interviewing graduate level interviewing is you sit them near the door. Why? There's greater psychological comfort there. My name's Joe Navarro and for 25 years I was a spy catcher with the FBI and I am a nonverbal communications expert. They build trust and put the sub that that guy is incredible. Incredible. And, and 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 despises the read technique and has been working with the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Defense, um, all of the big law enforcement agencies for the last 20 years. This is not new information. It's not new information. Hey, I know we have um, 
about 130 people in here. We have a poll up. If you haven't been paying attention in the chat, put in your vote before I close it out. Go ahead. No, you're you're good. I just wanted to remind people because there's only like 30 votes. Normally it gets a bit more than that, but it's only been like seven minutes, so. Yeah, I'm trying to find the part. There's one other part where he talks about the Pinocchio effect, and it's really interesting right there. Bam. Yeah, Jay Ray, let us know what you found. Catcher with the FBI, and Make I sure am you're a on live chat, guys, not top chat, live chat or all chat, whatever it is on your device. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the topic of discussion tonight too so right after this information and i just didn't have time for it um so my name is joe navarro and for 25 years i was a spy catcher with the fbi and i am a nonverbal communications expert so here's the truth about detecting deception or detecting if somebody is lying there is no pinocchio effect it is sheer nonsense to assume that if somebody touches their nose, clears their throat, or touches their ear, that they're being deceptive. The read technique of interviewing bam. and interrogating. Three main topics. So, bam, bam, bam. So, um, yeah, I don't know how we got on this topic, but it's super interesting. It is something that I have continued to look up and continued to research on. Uh, because of how strongly I feel about an honest justice system. And I do not think that we can get honesty from read technique. It's not possible. It is not possible. It is an awful injustice to people that are innocent because what they do with the read technique is it is a mental attack. It is an emotional attack on these people where they will put them in the corner of the room furthest away from the door, uh, sit down officers in between them and the door. And this is for a normal interview, you guys. They In the read technique, they handle interviews and interrogations exactly the same way. They both start them exactly the same way. So when they start an interview or an interrogation, and remember Bethany and, and Dylan or other people around here, what they will do is they'll bring them in to a room, put them in the corner, and then sit in between them in the corner, preferably two people, but one people can, one person officer can do it too. They're going to give them a chair that does not move. It does not roll. It is normally stuck to the ground, so they can't move around. That gives them a perception of being stuck in their mind. It gives them a perception of not having a way out. And then the officer sits in a rolling chair that is higher than their chair sitting so they have a perception of power over them and they can move around and have freedom and everything and freedom which therefore separates themselves from the person that they're having a conversation with and reed tells you you always 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 talk from a position of of distrust no matter what, no matter what they tell you, it doesn't matter if you know for a fact that what they're telling you is true. You come from a place of not of disbelief. It is some heinous stuff. It is awful. Yeah. I, what is the point? Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. We have stats in this video that we're looking at that's on the screen right here that 
uh, over 30% of interrogations of, of uh, admissions of guilt are false because of the read technique. That is, that means three out of 10 people are, are admitting to a crime they didn't do because of the level of discomfort and the type of person they are, they can't handle these techniques. Is a polygraph part of the interview techniques? Not read, not read. No, a polygraph is different. Um, a po yeah, a polygraph is different. The, there's just the polygraphs are, are are awesome. I mean, in order to get hired into a lot of the law enforcement, in order to get be hired into the FBI, a lot of times you have to pass polygraphs and multiple polygraph tests. So I know they work. I know for a hundred percent sure that they work. Um, but if you're dealing with a true sociopath or somebody that has uh, experience in polygraphs, they know how to work around them. Mm -hmm. they know how to work around them so uh so i gotta go to the bathroom jay ray you said that um there was a group of students that went to africa last year so maybe it was a school thing and that's why jackass was there if he went interesting it is it is just interesting that so many of it seems like there's rumors of so many of them leaving the country, but I don't know. Is that like a time period that they normally do class trips? Cause yeah, it could be nothing. Um, I don't know, but I, I can't wait to see it. It also be interesting to know. Cause I thought that Jack S had family that went over there regularly too. And it'd be interesting to know, like, which I don't know that we could ever know this, but if he, like, just jumped on last minute because of everything that was going on, which, to be honest, leaving the country, even though it sounds really bad, might just be because you need to get out of town because something traumatic happened. Um, there's a lot of variables that would go into looking, in that, looking at that and determining if it's suspicious or not. And hey, Devil Doll, I saw that you're from Scotland. That's awesome. I really want to visit Scotland super bad. I've wanted to go there for a really long time. I saw that they have like a cruise around that area um, where you can like ride around the coast in a boat and like see all the castles and stuff. That would be sweet. All right. Are you ready to get into the topic? Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. Idaho has a lot of Mormon and Christian missionary groups. That, that makes sense. I don't think Allie was trolling you, Bonnie, by the way. Um, I think she was just agreeing with you. I don't know if she answered or not, but her comment looked like she was like, yeah, right? Like, agreeing. Just so you know. All right. So, <clears throat> 113 
pieces of evidence. What is wrong with this picture? A lot. I mean, the first time I heard this, I, I, I knew that couldn't be true. With the amount of blood, with the amount of different places that they're, they were investigating, there is 113 pieces of evidence. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up. This is so, so to give you guys an understanding, because I don't think I sold this point very well in the video. Where does the 113 pieces come from? Okay. The 113 pieces come from the investigation on the house, 1122 King, both rooms, the entire house, all three floors. It comes from six different cars. It comes from Brian Koberger's apartment, and it comes from Brian Koberger's parents' house. So three living quarters, two houses and an apartment, and six cars. That's, that's nothing. That is nothing. That... In my opinion, you guys, I think there should be 113 in one room. So the video and photographic evidence is separate. That was about 4,000. No, 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 no. No, that was 10,000. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's not what I saw being reported. So for uh, for photo for photographs, tips, and reports is roughly about 20,000 pieces. Roughly, I think it's under that. I think it's closer to like 18.5 or something like that. But it is 18,500 pieces. But that photographic evidence is not going to be evidence that is convictable. That is going to be crime scene photographs. That is going to be the 3D modeling. That is going to be, you still have to tie somebody to the case. and. That is every tip that was called in. So you're talking 9,000. I have the exact number here. Let me let me see here. I, I pulled it off of the documents. Um, so episode 18, and we have... Okay, so... 10 over 10,000 pages of reports and written materials 10,200 photographs including 9,200 tips and 51 terabytes of video audio and digital materials and 113 pieces of evidence physical evidence yes yeah that that's the most important part. I would expect physical evidence on every single doorknob. So so if I wasn't clear in the in the video, examples of physical evidence, fingerprints, fingerprinting. They should have tested every single doorknob, every single handle, every single anywhere that a fingerprint could have touched. If it, if those stairs, I don't remember right now, but if those stairs had a 
a, a what's that called? A stair rail. They should have tested that entire stair stair rail. They should have got every single fingerprint left in that house. And remember, that is a party house, my friends. So examples of what we should have seen: fingerprints, biological material, all bodily fluids, hairs, fibers, paint chips, glass, any soil, vegetation, trash, accelerants, impressions, uh, footprints, latent footprints, uh, fracture patterns. If if there's any damage to anything. Uh, we should have evidence around, you know, if, if the knife cut any pieces of uh, clothing off, of uh, the bed off, um, narcotics, electronics, all of these should be included in that 113. Golf, golf clubs. <laughs> golf clubs clearly is one of the 113. A body pillow with yeah. a, without, a bo a, without a pillowcase. It doesn't add up you have mainstream media who are coming out and saying hey this is concerning what what's her name that um is it banfield that i played i think it is oh wait is it banfield in the video which one i, I played a video where she's talking to an attorney and she's like hey <clears throat> i'm the worst with names guys i know uh, Koberger's pillow had a couple blood spots on it, but I believe it was his blood. I, I think mean, it was what, just like, from yeah, his it is face. Banfield. It was Banfield. So Banfield was on a show and she was talking to another attorney and she was like, with all these places, there's only 113 pieces of evidence that is concerning. So, um, physical evidence, a lot of attorneys call it real evidence. That's what they call real evidence, not the other evidence, the the investigatory uh, call-ins, tips, anything like that. That doesn't have anything to do with what will be used to convict Brian unless there is some kind of connection from one of those things to Brian Koberger. So following the lines of the of the 113, where I'm going with this is I feel like this is going on. That's what 113 make me feel like. Well, I didn't realize that it included six cars and three homes. That's and everything. Well, also three dumpsters. It includes everything. Three dumpsters as well. Um, it is terrifying. That's I mean, if you just think about how much blood I mean, everywhere they should have been testing for fingerprints. Like they should have been testing windowsills. They should have been testing doors. They should have been testing literally everywhere. Drains, Every door. Toilet water, sinks. Like I said, how do we know that the whoever did this wasn't in a hurry and they were out of breath and they were like, turn on the sink and get a drink under the faucet and it touches their lips? Like, I I don't understand. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Just think of all the things like the point you were talking about on there. Think of all the things that have blood on it. They should have pulled up that flooring, you know, under floating flooring. There is pad. Could there be mixed bodily fluids of the person that did this in that blood somewhere? And it seeped somewhere like why is all of that not? collected 
and checked. Why did they not check toilet water, the toilet flusher handle? Like, we can go on in this for days talking about it. But none of it makes sense to be only 113. And here's a here's a, a perfect case example. Look at the Gilgo for investigation. Dude had more than 113 guns that were confiscated. They cut pieces of bathtub out to test on. All of that is considered evidence. I think that the overall <laughs> physical evidence was over a thousand. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head, but I think it was like 1100 for one man in one home. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the guns is like, that was a lot. Um, they, t oh my gosh, they took what? 2,500 pages of documents. Why is it telling me that? Hold on. I'll find it. Yeah. It it's a lot. It, it is a, it, it's lot, a lot, it's, and it's concerning. I think it may be. I think it honestly, if it's not okay, so it's two hundred and seventy nine weapons. Uh, I that's not what I'm interested in though, because obviously that wouldn't happen in the Idaho Four home. Um. <clears throat> I think you might have a hard time finding it because they're still gathering physical evidence, but I'm pretty sure from the documentation, because the arrest warrant is, I forget how many pages, hundreds and hundreds of pages, if not a thousand, maybe it was 1250 or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but I was able to find the total evidence at that arrest time, and I'm pretty sure it was over a thousand, just as a comparison here. Yeah, it's a bit it's a little bit different though cuz there's multiple bodies spread across beaches. It's not different because they searched his home. Well, I guess it's that's the same where, amount of victims, but that he's that's charged not, with. That's not I'm more concerned with the singular location of an entire home, okay? And and what I mean by that is they went into Hewerman's home not knowing where there could be evidence in there. Just like they should have gone into 1122 not knowing where there could have been evidence in there. Yeah, right. Be they said from the beginning this was a targeted attack. If it's a targeted attack, then you would think that the, the person targeting them would know that house. Yeah. Therefore, more than likely had been in that house. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that they went to certain rooms and, and didn't go to others makes me feel like they knew the home and knew what they were doing. So I, I do think it's targeted. I think that's clear. I, I agree. I think it's targeted and that's clear. But that doesn't change the fact that how do we only have 113 pieces of evidence? I, I'm asking a couple questions here. It, is it because all evidence that didn't tie to Koberger was left out, which that is not supposed to happen? That's not supposed to be how a case happens. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, I don't, I, I just don't understand how there could be, I mean, 
they were how long were they in the home do you know do you know how long they stayed in the home collecting evidence wasn't it like weeks probably i don't know when they officially packed up and left and i also wonder about the cowboys too like what did they go in there and take yeah i i'm not as worried about the cowboys that could be anything that could be a training opportunity that could be anything i think there's just as many honest things as there is dishonest things is it weird absolutely it's strange that you have four random what seem to be a law enforcement type people walk up in this house randomly out of nowhere is that weird absolutely that's weird absolutely it's strange hmm. but could there be honest reasons for it? Yes, there could be honest reasons. And I personally feel like there is more likely to be honest reasons around the Cowboys than there is dishonest ones. But I don't know, man. I mean, you, you just got to be careful because we don't have evidence of them doing something dishonest. If they're law enforcement, it makes sense for them to be there. Yeah, but so holding true to our way of thought here is we're not going to jump into the conspiracy without having something tying it into reality. There has to be some kind of something tying it into reality. Are the Cowboys weird? Absolutely. The Cowboys are weird. But did we see something dishonest happen? I didn't. I mean, they were stuffing their pockets and... We did not see that. They Their pockets were very full and they were hiding themselves from the cameras. Yes, we saw that. So. But they could have walked in there with testing equipment in their pockets. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just odd. It's odd. Yeah, for those of you that don't know who the Cowboys are, there's a video out there of these four individuals that look like U.S. Marshals. If I had to guess, i say they're U.S. Marshals due to their beards, due to not meeting grooming standards of regular law enforcement agencies. And these four guys go into 1122 uh, a month or two ago in the dead of night when nobody's there, walk in the house with no nothing covering faces, no protective equipment. They're in there for a while and then and then they leave. And they're hiding from the cameras the whole time. And they everyone calls them the cowboys because one of them is wearing a cowboy hat and they all look like they're wearing Wrangler jeans that are too tight. Yeah, it was the first year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was because media was still standing out there. The house wasn't boarded up. The all the like stuff was still in the home. It was sure? it was in the first year. Yeah, the good vibe sign was still hanging up. You could see it from the window. It was the first year. If it if it was January, then I mean, I guess that would make sense too. But three weeks later, no, this isn't that. It's just weird that it only started getting talked about a month ago. It wasn't is why I'm asking. Mm. 
It, I mean, that's not true. It was talked about before that, but it resurfaced because of Drip Drop's video. It just wasn't a huge talking point until Drip Drop's video. But I definitely know that people were talking about it before then because, yeah, it, it media was there. It was on News Nation, I think. Yeah, media is still there, though. It, yeah, I think it was still an active crime scene at that point. Well, let, let's check before we commit I'm pretty to that positive because we it was. don't know. I, I mean, everything was still in the home for the most part, so. Was it? Yes, the good vibes light is still hanging up on the wall. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Okay, well, if you guys can find it post- Post what date the, the Cowboys were there. That would be helpful for sure. Uh, J yes, put it in the Discord, J-Ray. Thank you. And I hope you're feeling okay. <laughs> um, um, she said it was an active crime scene. Yeah, I mean, it's still considered an active crime scene. I mean, the point is, is that things were still in the home. It oh, wasn't oh, empty. Oh, oh, items, items. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, to, and that's another weird thing for the FBI is that, uh, you know, them needing to get approval to come back to the home. That's very strange because normally crime scenes are held down through the trial. Normally they're held down through the trial. What? Jerry said she sent it. Where? I I don't know. Check around. Where did you put it, Jerry? <clears throat> did you send it in a a direct message or? But that still goes back to, a hundred and thirteen doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand. The, like I said, the only thing that I can come to, you guys, is that there, there are pieces intentionally left out, right? Because we, we see in this case, and I'm, I'm not saying there's some big conspiracy. Most of you know how we feel about this case, where nine times out of ten, when people feel like there's a conspiracy going on, it's usually a very easily explained reason why people feel like that. And it's not as conspiracy-ish. Do conspiracies happen? Absolutely. Epstein Island. You know what I mean? Like they're real, they happen and they, it, and they include large organizations. Um, is it going on here? Me personally, I don't think this whole town is corrupt and there's some big conspiracy going on. I think it's possible that we have inexperienced law enforcement. And that is what I'm wondering There is the reason for that 113 inexperienced law enforcement. And I've also wondered and some and multiple people have left comments about this is it, did the FBI come back with. The cameras, with the Pharaoh, with all this testing, because they're seeing all the issues from the local yeah, law enforcement. Maybe. Are they like. What are you guys doing over here? We helped you out and you guys are throwing this thing in the blender. Hmm. 
Yeah. The, the, I don't think they have any idea. None. You know, there's that statistic. The average for that area for homicides is zero. Now, I understand that's skewed with the other deaths that have been labeled personal end themselves when there's a very good chance they could have been potentially homicide, you know. Um, but that stat proves these guys were not ready for this. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So it, it was 11 months ago. The News Nation video. I won't show it just because I don't know if there's going to be music on there. I don't want to well, have to played it that. before. You just go to the part where the Cowboys are and then it there's no music at that point. You only have to worry about I, that in the intro and outro. I don't think we played the original. We, we did. We played uh, Drip Drops. We did, and then we also went found the original that night because we wanted to see what the date was. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. J-Ray, if you can hear me, you don't have to hunt anymore. We got it. You can still post it to Discord, though, for people to look at, I guess, though. Hour ago, we were here and about five plainclothes investigators. We don't know if they're local, state. So these are the cowboys for everyone that was asking the questions. This is who we're talking about when... We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Federal, they were inside and we saw a lot of activity inside the home and the home was lit up. So we were able to peek in some of the windows, but we saw those men inside the home in the two particular rooms uh, where the murders took place. We did not see them leaving with any materials. I asked them a couple of times, why are they back? They did not answer me. They pulled away in two vehicles. One had a Washington state plate. The other had an Ohio, uh, Idaho plate. Um, but that is all we can tell you. But we did see a lot of activity. This house was lit up for nearly an hour they were inside we don't know why nothing seemed to be removed but as you know ashley yesterday a lot of the kids belongings were removed by moscow police to be returned to their families so i'm just watching these guys as they're walking by you were you asking them questions and were they effectively just ignoring yes. you did they say hello did they say yes. anything at all all right so let's look at not tin hat possibilities here. Okay. What could be the reason they're in there? One, they noticed something when the cleaning was going on and somebody asked them to check it out, right? And for some reason, they're checking it out. Two, could this be a training opportunity for one of those guys? Are these guys, you are, are these guys U.S. Marshals and they're in the area and, and one of them's like, look, do you, do you want me to walk you through like what, what we would do in this situation? Whatever, whatever. Could it be something personal? 
Could one of them be, have been there the day before helping move all of their stuff and maybe a wedding ring was taken off, a piece of jewelry was taken off, something was dropped, uh, keys were dropped, and they were looking for these items in the house? Whoa, I think we missed. Where is that? Go down. Oh. Oh, it just came in. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, just, I don't know how to say that. Just T-I-Z or just is. Yeah. Just is coming in hot with uh, a $20. Super chat. Super chat. Thank you so much, Justice. I was trying to think what currency that is. That looks like euros. Euros, euros. Yeah, euros. So, um, but yeah, we appreciate that. You're awesome. And we're super stoked to have you here. Thank you so much. And we appreciate that as always. We are, for everyone that is new coming on here. We see a lot of new names in here. We're, we're moving towards full-time. That's the goal. And the reason why we want to be full-time is to make more content for you in a more news-oriented fashion in an unbiased way. You know, mainstream media, whether you think Brian is guilty or you think Brian is innocent, a lot of people hate it, how they present stories in such a biased fashion we would love to be able to do that in an unbiased way and i think there is an area for that right now i really do it's british pounds by the way oh okay thank you okay. ian and ch appreciate that and violetta but uh but that that's our goal and we hope to be able to look at cases and crimes, the whatever's hot and whatever's not and cold cases and everything in between and look at the story from both sides of the coin. We want people here in our community that think Brian's guilty. We want people here in our community that think Brian's innocent. We want people here in our community that think this whole thing is fake and a setup and, you know, none of this even happened. That type of conspiracy. Everybody's thoughts and opinions are welcome and valid and they matter and every single person matters. And we're going to talk about all of it. And we're going to do our best to bring science into these theories and ideas to either look and see if they, they hold water. Can they stand on their own two feet? You know, can the mainstream story stand on its own two feet can the tin hat theory stand on its own two feet or not exactly and no we don't accept hex sorry it's not us it's youtube um, can hex even be traded i doubt it no like at all because i think hex coin is uh I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, okay, uh, so I have the exact upload date and time. This was uploaded on December 8th, 2022 at uh, 11 p.m. Okay, awesome. That's Central Standard Time, like Chicago time. That is awesome. Perfect. We appreciate that. Yeah, December 8th. Yeah. 
So that could have happened either that, that night because it was posted at 11 p.m. It could have happened that night or it could have happened the day before, maybe. Um, but yeah, it was very much still an active crime scene. Yeah, yeah. And we have some awesome ideas for you guys, too. When we go full time, you guys, some of the content we're going to be coming out with, with like the background, the setup, the outline of how we're going to present stories and talk through it is incredible. And I'm not going to share it. I will not because we have a lot of people that 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 hate watch us and like our content and use our ideas and stuff we want to be the first ones to present it to you so you're gonna have to wait till we go full time but it's going to be incredible so i wanted to ask you mike um and you're right you're You're right mike there there is no such thing as unbiased but when i say unbiased uh people understand what that means rude i was literally in the middle of talking oh about that topic yeah, I highlighted it and I was oh. talking and then you were just like, oh, I'm going to talk over you. Oh, yeah, that is rude. <laughs> um, So. Oh, yeah. And it- I wanted to ask if you don't strive to be unbiased, then what do you do? Just fully own your bias? Because I'm constantly trying to learn my own bias. Biases? Biases? I yeah, don't know. Bias. Bias. Mm-hmm. I think there's a plural form of it, though. I'm trying to remember what it Biased. Was. My own biased? I no. In that sentence, you would say bias. My own bias. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't sound right in my head. I'm always trying to be more aware of them because I think a lot of them for people are uh, internal, and you don't realize they're there until they come up. Um, for sure, that is so. Like what bi- biases. Yeah. Biases. Yes. Thank you, Jay. Right. <laughs> so biases. No. Yes. <laughs> You just told me that was wrong. No. Okay, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. We're getting like way off. But go. yeah, I um am just always trying to be more aware and disprove them. And I just, if you're not striving to be unbiased, then what are you trying to do? What should you be striving for? Yeah. Yeah. It <clears throat> there. There's an idea. I know you're going. Um, Super theory there, Mike. And I like that because I've I've thought about that same thing. I've literally sat and pondered about that for hours before that, you know, is the act of being unbiased causing bias? And absolutely, I think it is. But there is a social understanding of what biased and or unbiased means. And ultimately, uh, when someone says that they're they're aiming towards an unbiased approach. People understand that what you're talking about is that you are uh, agreeing to be accepting of all opinions and theories, whether it is a two-sided argument of is Brian innocent, is Brian guilty? Obviously, there's multiple others like this crime didn't happen ever. Uh, maybe he was partially guilty. You know what I mean? But uh, when I, when we say unbiased, we mean that we are not going to commit to one side or the other because scientifically that doesn't make much sense i i myself know that my emotions are going to mislead me so i want to not get caught up on who brian is as a person and i want want to be led by the evidence and we are going to hyper analyze 
and dig into that evidence as it comes out. Sometimes some of the evidence will be general theory and idea within the true crime community. Sometimes that evidence will be physical evidence, video evidence, picture evidence, and everything in between. But that's ultimately our goal here for you guys is to look at everything and create a community where people feel comfortable talking about it. You know, I, yeah. I have really hated with the Idaho four topic, how you go into some communities and I'm not, I'm not singling people out when I say this, I'm talking to specifically about their chat. There are some uh, content creators out there that don't even focus on the chat that much, but you go in the chat and people are like hating on each other and arguing incessantly, um, just being super mean. And that doesn't progress knowledge. That doesn't expand minds. That doesn't teach people anything. That's already people coming from a closed off emotional space that are, that are going to be completely unwilling to hear actual evidence and learn. And, and the goal here is to learn. Look, I'm the first one to say, I don't know anything, you guys. I, I am not, I don't come at things like I'm smart. Um, I come at them like I don't know anything. I know zero, you know, and I'm a sponge and I'm going to soak it up. And you guys, the community have taught me so much. I have learned way more from you guys than I've ever known myself or have learned myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've learned a ton from you guys as the viewers. Um, and Mike, you know, the parallel construction, I've been digging into that and I found a really interesting article and um it's interesting. I really like that you always have, you know, input that comes from like a deeper understanding of like philosophy. Yeah. And uh you can just spout that stuff out. I see it all the time in the comments. <laughs> yeah. It's no, awesome. My Mike is good. And I I think the one thing that we try and go to, I know you called it common sense there, but there is social definition, right? There is there is scientific definition and textbook definition, and then there is social definition. Where is that dog barking coming from? It's so loud. I don't know. It's never that loud. I'm going to go look real quick. Yeah. I'll be right back. And then there is social definition. I mean, there's never a dog near the studio. No. Uh, no. And the, so the social definition is what we're looking to lean into, right? Because if we're here talking about it, then it, it, if we're focusing on that quote unquote common sense, or social definition, um, then most people understand where we're coming from. No, the bark isn't coming from it. We, the studio isn't in our house. It, it's not in the house. It's nearby, but it's not in the house. And uh, I don't have any dogs. I keep people as pets. Why do you think I keep a hammer around? Obviously joking. Hey, Crime Sleuthin, I saw Malia highlight your message, but I was in rant mode, so 
I cannot do two things at once. I either need to track my idea that I'm on or I need to, you know, refocus onto something else. I don't have a dog. I know. I I lost my last dog, my all white American bulldog. Um, I loved her to death, man. And I would make like me and that dog were tight. Whenever I made myself a sandwich, I made my dog a sandwich. And like I would get bread. Uh, it, I would get the bread that is OK for dogs to eat and then put like special dog food on it so that she could have a sandwich while I am. And, uh, you know, when I ate ice cream and stuff, I would get one for my dog as well. I'll get a dog eventually again. I'll get a dog eventually again. Dude, a dog is how you keep your house safe. That is better than any alarm system. I'm telling you, like dogs and cameras, dogs and cameras. That is what it is. If you want to feel safe, locks don't cut it. They do not cut it. It is dogs and cameras. Somebody's just chilling out front with their dog. <laughs> uh. And it's a little yappy dog. So. That's a weird place to chill. There's no houses around here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> But yeah, I can't wait for us to get the updated tech in <laughs> in the studio and get the next studio done or the next background done. This I hope we go full time. I we put a lot of money into the studio, so I'm back. I'm here. I'm okay. Everybody was so freaked out. I mean, a dog isn't no one's going to break into the studio. There's no windows in this place. Nobody. I mean, I also a dog, even though it was out of the ordinary and odd. I don't think like somebody who's here to attack wouldn't like bring a dog. That'd be pretty dumb. <laughs> or smart. Is it? I don't know. If it's a trained dog, I guess. Yeah, True. But all right, let's go into this here. One thing I wanted to show you guys, which I thought was interesting, uh, is I s intentionally asked this question before we did the video, right? So why do you believe 113 pieces of evidence was sufficient? One, that's all they needed because the case is so strong. Two, that's how little evidence there was. Three, they picked 113 because numerology is important to them. Uh, four, they believe the DNA was so strong they stopped collecting other evidence. They, they drew the connection. Or five, none of the above, and leave a comment. And we'll go through some of those comments as well. Um, I don't think that's how little evidence there is. I, I know that is the major majority. But there's no way that was all the evidence. It's a party house. How was there not tons of DNA? How was there not tons of fingerprints on the door handle? Every single door handle should have been checked. And every single one of those fingerprints should have been a suspect. All of them. 
They should have checked toilet handles. They should have checked windows. They should have checked windowsills. They should have checked uh, drawer handles. They should have checked everything. They should have fingerprinted the, the cleaning items like brooms and mops. And uh, I think someone jokingly said something having to do with the refrigerator. I think they should have fingerprinted that. You know how many crimes have gotten solved because the criminal used a cup, used a utensil, used something in that house? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, maybe they didn't feel like it was pertinent to the case because they had a witness. That's maybe their <sighs> their evidence collection was based off of their witness's statement, and so they followed where she said she thought the criminal went and then exited, like where they came in and where they left. And you know, they went to Kaylee's room and then they went to Zana's room or Maddie's room and then Zana's room. And then she saw them leaving. Like maybe they followed her statement and only collected evidence that they felt mattered because with each evidence that piece of evidence that's collected, that's money. That's money that they have to pay to have it examined. Listen, I wish I was confused. I wish I was. I have checked and checked and checked and checked and checked again. We we unfortunately aren't. You know, I see someone mentioning the BLOOD dripping down the the kitchen cupboards and I saw that um character analysis. She said that she thought it was faked, but you guys I went digging into that earlier today um, because I was looking at pictures for, you know, making thumbnails and stuff. And I, I saw that picture pop up on Google search results. So I started digging and I was like, where did this come from? It's posted all over like Daily Mail articles, other various like Fox articles. Um, and it's like. I, I don't know if that is fake. I kind of think it's real and someone just enhanced it because when you look at the original, it's kind of dark, but you, when you like zoom in and highlight it, you see that. Okay. So I think that all they did was increase um, the shadow. Like they, they made the shadow go away. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I, I don't, but I'm, I, I'm assuming there's a shadow because of the woodwork. Oh, did you? I'm going to have to go look at that video after this crime sleuth in. Yeah. Interesting. It's not fake, but it would make sense for it to be a shadow. Yeah. And I somebody responded saying 113 pieces was what they sent to the uh, the lab. It, it might be, but that is the total. Whoa. <laughs> what just happened to you? It went down the wrong tube. My my own spit. Um, the 113 <laughs> pieces of evidence is the totality of physical evidence. So even if it was all 113 sent to the lab, that's totally possible. But that should have been 113 in one room. Easily. I mean, shouldn't they easily shouldn't they have tested all of the evidence for like trace I mean, particles, not all evidence, but it, I think that the, you should prioritize. You start from the most likely down and you use that trace DNA evidence or DNA evidence or whatever evidence 
and you start pulling in those suspects and victims. They, this is such a high profile case that there's no way that they would have had a max number. I know about the max number system and that per case, there's only allowed to be 10 pieces that are tested or whatever the heck it is. It would not apply in this case. That would not apply in this case. So um, proof of that is the fact that they subcontracted Othram. Hmm. But it 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 doesn't matter if all 113 went to the lab or not. It's problematic. And if I was the defense and understand I am I am not an expert. I am not an attorney. I feel like this is one of those common sense things. If I was the defense, I would attack the heck out of this and and use that to make sure that the jury knew how incompetent. 113 sounds. Well, also, we I'm pretty sure I found it in a document uh where Ann Taylor says that's what was turned over. What? 113 pieces of evidence. She says how many documents were turned over, the terabyte it, data. I'm positive. It's, I'm pretty sure that's that's an official number. That's an official number of yeah. what was turned over to the defense in discovery. No, Yes, yes, that is. But that is also the official number of what they claim to have gathered. Yeah. Not just what was turned over. That's what they claim to have gathered. That's a very important distinction because you could look at that situation and be like, oh, they only gave the defense 113 and they kept 350 for themselves. No, no. The totality of the physical evidence of a three-story house a two-story house in Pennsylvania, an apartment in Washington, six personal vehicles, three dumpsters, was 113 pieces. Uh, do you remember where you got 113? I know there's, I have found it yeah, several. It's in, the, it's in the documents. Um, I think it's even in the PCA. Yeah, I found it in several places. Uh, I don't know if it's in the PCA or not, but I... It's on that video. I put some... Okay, so I put some of those you documents put some and evidence and Ashley Banfield talking about it with another attorney and uh, just to prove the point that it's going to be a problem. And I wonder if that's why the FBI is back at the house, because if I'm the FBI and and I'm co-signed on this and I realize like, oh, my gosh. What are they doing this needs to be fixed? And you go back to the house and gather a ton of more physical evidence because that looks so bad. Oh, so bad. MPD daily updates. Okay. Yeah, it is lacking. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just I just wonder how that number is even possible. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. It is such a grossly incompetent number. And again, you guys, I we say it every time. I am not here for Brian Koberger. I don't care if he is the guy or not. I am I care about the justice system and the fact that we have honest justice. We have police that are doing good work, good honest work and finding criminals that have done such a heinous act like this mm -hmm. and you know if we can clarify and make sure and guarantee that our police work in this case is good, 
then everything else, including Brian Koberger, works itself out, right? Because it, to me, it doesn't matter if he's innocent or guilty. Let the evidence show that. But right now, I have a problem with that evidence. That is my problem. And that evidence doesn't have anything to do with Koberger. It will later on. But right now, I have an issue with how it appears this evidence was gathered, how it appears this evidence is being presented, how it appears this case was handled. Yeah, I mean, if Brian, the thing is, is we don't know if Brian is innocent or guilty, okay? We don't know. We don't know. So it's not that I don't care about Brian, but I, I, I care about everyone's rights equally because of the presumption of innocence. Um, yeah, you know, I'll explain better. Yeah. So the presumption of innocence, that makes me care that this is being handled right. And, and it's not necessarily a personal care for Brian. It's more about, I don't know if he's guilty or not. And I will not know unless it's fair, unless it's done right. Yeah. As like in, in the case of Richard Allen, if, if those guards were torturing him and, you know, mistreating him into a forced confession, that muddies the water so much that we have no idea who the real person is. Yeah. And they just, if, if he's guilty, they just added fuel to the fire to get him found innocent. Yeah, absolutely. But so it's it, that that can't happen. Like if if these cops think somebody's guilty, they can't go, you know, uh, maybe not completely fabricate evidence, but buff up their evidence by adding things to it that aren't that are manipulative or or slightly untrue to make their evidence appear more solid. Because then at the end of the day, if that gets found, then we're like, well, wait, what is true here? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. And, and what I was talking about, not, not that I would say it better than you, I meant my opinion, but um, I, I think linearly you guys, and I can't, that is, I can only think about one topic at a time and it is going to be in a line. Right. And I'll use my example. Why I, Brian Koberger doesn't matter in this case is when, when we have the case, when we have the trial, when we have this crime that has happened, I'm looking at this going linearly, okay? If I feel like there's a problem and that problem deviates my linear thinking, I need to backtrack to identify that problem to then solve the problem that's coming up in the future. And that problem that's coming up in the future is Brian Koberger. And I can't know how I'm going to feel about Brian Koberger without first guaranteeing, firming up, and, and finding out how I feel about the evidence, because that evidence is going to be what gives me my opinion on Brian Koberger. So it's not Brian Koberger is just as as, as important as every other person out there. If if he was in a situation like what Malia is talking about and he was being abused in jail, dude, I would fight for his rights because we care about human rights and the justice system and things being done correctly. But when it comes to this case. There's no way around it. Brian Koberger is going to be sitting in that jail cell and we are going to investigate and detail and highlight the uh, evidence until I have a good understanding and a, a transparent, clear, full sided understanding of all the evidence. So uh, it's not that I, I 
don't feel for him. It's just in my linear way of thinking, he's not important in this case yet. Yeah, so I, I see that Jay Ray said they she posted something to Discord and that 113 was stated before BK's arrest. Um, it, yeah, even I'm if, sure it was. Even if that's true, okay, and there's only 113 pieces of physical evidence from the home and the three dumpsters and maybe the victim's cars and Which not Brian. proves my point. Not Brian, not the PA home, not his apartment, excluding those, even if it's 113, just for 1122 King Road and the cars, their cars, the victim's cars. It's that's not, though. Still, but still, yeah. That is still, in my opinion, not enough. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it includes everything, you guys. It includes the house, his parents' house. It includes his apartment. It includes his car. It includes all the cars. I verified this, like, 20 different sources, 20 different times. And if you guys can find something that says otherwise, not that that evidence was gathered before Brian, but actual evidence that it is other than 113, um, then, uh, you know, that'll change how I feel about it. But I've looked everywhere and it is in the court documents and Ann Taylor requests and and re re uh, resubmits that number in court documents as she is working with Brian. Hey, what's going on, A.R. Hayes? Yeah, it it doesn't change too much how I feel about it because I feel like 113 isn't enough from the home uh, with a quadruple homicide. Not Just me personally, I, from everything I've seen, you know, in following true crime, it just feels low. It feels like on the low side of evidence and maybe maybe Dude, that's like 10 percent of what it should be literally i don't know about 10 percent. Oh, absolutely but... absolutely <clears throat> there should be well over a thousand different pieces of evidence are you kidding me that's a party house that is not a thorough enough investigation uh, now i know obviously why we if brian's the one who did it the police are the reason why people think he's a criminal mastermind because they didn't investigate. They did. There's probably a ton of evidence in there and they didn't investigate. Yeah. 113 proves that, <laughs> you know, do mm -hmm. you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. I, yeah. But I mean, it, 113 is like crazy for, you know, if you included his parents home in his apartment, I actually don't think it does. Because well, when I was looking into does. that evidence number, I found that on an article dated in 2022. It does. It includes it. I promise you. No, I think the issue here is that the 113 is collected from the home pre-Coburger. And then the evidence they collected from his apartment, his car, his parents' home it is not listed. We don't have an exact number and it's not included in the total physical evidence number for some reason. I'm not going to go into, uh, gosh, stop. I'm not going to go digging. In. That's not good. <laughs> what? It's not on music. Oh, it's not sharing. No. Okay, good. I I'm just pulling up a video that I know easily has it. It's the one that Oh, here. Uh, duh, why am I not doing this? 
Hang on, guys. Didn't in the video you compare it to another case? All right, here you go, guys. This is just the easiest find, and I, I can post it in our chat later. Parents' house. Wait. Cases that I've covered with all of the different evidence that's entered um, in, in a court of law. Um, this particular crime is going to have multiple locations. Let's just start with the inside of the house. I mean, don't get me started. There's there's two bedrooms at least. There's the entrance point and there's whatever was tracked. And there's all the different hair fiber fingerprints that anybody has left behind that needs to be excluded. That's a lot in a house like that. It's not a single family home. There's lots of boyfriends and girlfriends and friends and former tenants, etc. Then there's the outside of the house, wherever that killer left and whatever footprints, shoe prints, whatever trail of anything he or she may have left. Then there are all three floors. Then there are six cars, presumably. Each roommate might have had a car. Maybe Ethan had one too. It sounds like a lot of places where a lot of things have to be looked at. And so that's why I sort of thought 113. Are you sure? Yeah, but what date is that News Nation clip from? Oh, I don't know what date it's from because I didn't. That doesn't prove it includes Brian. She didn't even mention Brian in that. No, that doesn't prove it includes Brian, uh, but it proves that it includes all the vehicles in the houses. And I, the only place it's that I not have enough. it post Brian is the conversation between Ann Taylor. And I'm not going to go hunt that right now. Uh, It'll take me a long time. So the 113 does not include digital evidence because I know that Tennessee was saying something about 3,000 pictures. There's over 3,000 pictures and videos. 20,000. Yeah. This is only physical pieces of evidence like fingerprints. Uh, you went through a whole list earlier. It's it's whatever is physical. Yeah. It's it's 20,000, but that that doesn't change any thing that that doesn't change the real evidence aspect the that 20,000 documents is the uh tips okay the uh so there were over 10,000 tips in this case that those documents are that those tips and then that 51 terabytes are those tips now some of the evidence that isn't considered physical evidence would be the 112 one 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 two video evidence. Um, here I'll go through the physical evidence again, real quick. Hang on. Crime so, physical evidence, okay. biological material, uh, all bodily fluids, fibers of clothing, uh, paint chips, glass, soil, and vegetation, any accelerants. Fingerprints, all fingerprints, all hair, eyebrow hair, hair on your head, body hair, uh, any impressions, shoe prints, um, anything fractured. Um, that would be also things that that BLOOD got on uh, narcotics, electronics, um, literally everything that you can pick up. If you can pick it up, it should be in this physical evidence. 
Yeah. And 113 is grossly incompetent. The rule of thumb also is that they take, they take everything. If they think that there's a possibility that there could be evidence on it and they're not even, they're not sure they're supposed to take it. Yeah, that's that's the rule of thumb. Um, yeah. I saw that Crime Sleuth and said there was more than one nine one one call, um, and I I had heard rumbles of that, but I didn't know if that was official or not. And yeah, I think at this point we know there were definitely multiple people there for sure. Yep. Um, this is interesting though. WSU hit and run eleven fifty five p.m. Um. 11-12, so that would be November 12th, next door, making Brian leave and drive to Moscow to get away from noise and commotion. He could have been driving around. Uh, I'm sure they'll use that. Interesting. So there was a car wreck right by his home at the time that he would have left his home. Oh, that is interesting, and that's good evidence. Yeah, thanks for posting and, that. And look, guys, we are unbiased coverage. I feel like a lot of people that that argue these facts feel like we're coming from a place where we're trying to prove by Brian's innocent. I don't I don't care if he's innocent. Doesn't matter to me. That's not what's important to me right now. What mm -hmm. I care is that we have trustworthy police and a justice system. Um so if I hope I hope more than anything that they they come out and they're like, "Haha, we've been playing tricks." Here is a thousand pieces of evidence proving we scoured that entire house. We taped every surface to check for fibers, to check for hair. We took every single fingerprint on every single doorknob and every single window on every single toilet. We did water samples. We did samples of everything everywhere. And here it all is. And we've been joking. You know, I, I do I hope that happens? Absolutely. That would be an investigation that I feel like would be transparent, honest, and, and, and worthy of me being like, yeah, I trust that. I trust you guys. That is a thorough investigation. Like Gilgo. Gilgo's investigation is insane. Why do we not have similar commitment and investigation here? It right. could be the amount of time. I, I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. They've been investigating uh, Hewerman for, for a long time. It could be that. But even then, I feel like 113 pieces should have been minimum per room. That is one sock is one piece. You have bottoms. You have tops. You have earrings. You have hair ties. You have sheets. You have pillowcases. You have pillows. You have mattresses. You have box springs. You have rugs that are on the floor. You have shoes that are on the ground. You have clothes that are next to the bed. You have uh, chairs. You have uh, doorknobs. You have all of these items, you guys. All of these items. And whether Koberger is involved in this or not, whether he's involved in this 113 or not, all the documents that have been submitted for request of discovery say 113 and 20,000 whatever documents. So is that number not included in the, the 10 or 20 things they got from his house, the, the, the gun and, and shirt and trash, whatever? Um, maybe, but it doesn't change the gross incompetence in this number, in my opinion. Yeah, I look at this regardless and think, what were these guys doing? 
Yeah. What were they doing? Yeah. And we, we don't know if they have him on camera entering the home. Like, and they found that later after the PCA was written, which was what my point was with that PCA. If there's a nail in the coffin, it was found after the PCA, I think. Um, or else we would have seen it. If they had him on camera, that's more than enough, you know, to get, they didn't have to include anything else in the probable cause affidavit, really, except for good measure. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they got somebody on video going in the home at the time, that would be the only thing they would need. That's like a nail in the coffin. Uh, yeah. But maybe not for a conviction, but definitely for an arrest warrant. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if there's if there is bombshell evidence like that, I just I do not believe it was found pre PCA. Yeah, I just don't. But yeah, that's what that's what we said in the video, Kimmy. The terabyte. Yeah, this when we say 113, that is specifically physical evidence. Physical that is not evidence. digital evidence like uh -huh. video, camera, nothing. Pictures of the crime scene. It doesn't include any of that. Physical evidence is what gets convictions. Right. And I mean, unless you have a video of someone going there, you're right. You you're know, right. That's, that, that's that's the different. best evidence. Yeah. So that you're 51 right. terabytes, I, I think people assume that means that's evidence against Koberger. I do not think it's so. Not. It it means that's everything they have collected, phone data that from anyone's phones that they took. That's all of the security camera footage that they collected, not just cut into perfect little pieces of just the parts they thought were important. It's all of it. It's every bit of it through that time period of when they, you know, when the crime happened um, before and after and during it's, it's all of it, every bit of it. So that's why it's so much. Yeah. That's not, 51 terabytes against Coburg. Yeah, all all those numbers is the totality of evidence. That is everything. Every tip that was called in that was like, hey, my neighbor has a white car. You know, that that's included in it. That's every tip. Yeah, it's a ton of useless information yep. and little bits of maybe some useful information. Yeah, and that, that's my biggest concern there. Because again, when you look at other cases, you guys, it is it, it is not uncommon to see thousands of pieces of evidence when you have an unknown crime. This was an unknown crime. They did not have a suspect for over a month or close to a month or at the bare minimum three weeks. Whatever they, they're claiming is when they... He's on the radar. They did not have a suspect. They should have been on their hands and knees with that. What's that one pickup tape that picks up fibers and like getting the ground, right? Because they're trying to say there's this idea that that Brian is on scene wearing a Dickies jumpsuit conducting this crime. Dickies jumpsuits are cotton meaning they're fibrous when they're threaded and made they they have that that hair that comes off of them those fibers that come off of them why do we not have a confirmation of dickies confirmed fibers on the scene why do we not have that with all the movement that you got to do that yeah. would that would knock off some fibers yeah so I, I don't know. I just know this makes me feel 
very uncomfortable. It makes me feel like we are not going to get an answer. My worst fear in this case is that we don't get an answer for sure if Brian is the guy or isn't the guy. That is my biggest worry. Yeah. That's the worst thing that could happen. And yep, they did have eyes on him very early on. We got that from Bill Thompson. I think you I think there's a good possibility it was tunnel vision and we don't know for sure. I the only way we're going to know is if they come out with some bombshell evidence. Like the only way I'm going to change my mind is if I see footage of him there in the area like getting out of his car. You know, not just driving around. I mean, I'm not confident he's innocent, so I don't need to see anything. I, I'm comfortable with the totality of the evidence if they actually have evidence. You mean? So far, they uh, we have not seen any tying him. Except it, for the DNA. That's literally it. The cell phone is not evidence tying him to that scene. If I was a juror based off of what they've showed the public so far, which there's a gag order, so there's probably more that we don't know. Hopefully, yep. Yeah, I I would not feel comfortable sentencing him to death. 100%. The only way I Me would too. change my mind is if there was more supporting that evidence right. and also if there was video footage like proving he was there. Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, I don't need video footage to be uh, for me to feel like he could do it if these holes that I have concerns with are filled, right? So, look, my expertise, you guys, is cell phones. I, it, You give me a number and a, a zip code, and I can tell you where there's coverage, where there isn't. I can tell you which wh what areas are 5G, what areas aren't aren't 5G for 4G, 3G. Uh, I can tell you if it's a public tower. I can tell you if it's a private tower. I can tell you uh, anything and everything, all right? If they come out, just using that as an example, if they come out and say, look, we said that we we placed him in these areas with his cell phone on these dates using triangulation and verification that he was connected to the towers. Then we backfilled that with GPS geolocation data through applications. On that geolocation data through applications, we show you what data points he connected to from his apartment to 1122. We show you which data points are owned by which app and, and how those apps are tracking his location while being simultaneously connected through the tower. If they, if they came out and, and showed me that, I'd be like, okay, cell phone believed. Got it. I'm bought in, you know? Mm -hmm. But that takes transparency. They've got to be forward with it. Right now, they're saying things like, on the morning after the crime, Brian Koberger's cell phone, the 84-whatever number, is is connected to a Washington cell tower. And, and by that Washington cell tower, it appears that we're seeing him drive towards Moscow. Meaning, 
they do not confirm in that PCA that he connects to a Moscow tower. That's manipulation. Here, you have a question. That's manipulation, though. And that makes me not believe any of it. Why not be transparent? Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's actually much bigger than that, uh, just is. Like, much, much, much bigger. Some towers can cover 25 miles out linear. So I have a I have a question because I thought it was interesting. Um, Bonnie was saying that she thinks that I saw Crime Sleuth and say that she thinks they that Bill Thompson believes it's a strong case or else they wouldn't go for the death penalty. Essentially, they they went for the DP. So they believe they have a strong case. Like, we'll see what happens. And then Bonnie was saying she thinks that it would be the death penalty no matter what. Yeah, I agree. Um, because of the nature of the crime, not based on the evidence. Yeah. So you think that's the case? I that think it would be a death penalty no matter what. And I think that they're using these tactics to condition the public. So, look, I, I'm not saying this is wrong when I say this. The prosecution is absolutely 100% character assassinating. Me personally, my personal beliefs, I understand that we try not to let that happen, but we're in a technological era and there's no way around it. I personally think if we were just transparent with everything, there would be no, the prosecution is doing character assassination, defense is doing character, uh, whatever, the opposite. I, I having an ADHD moment, um, character inflation, <laughs> um, but uh, if, if we were just open and transparent about everything, then we wouldn't have to worry about any of that. There would be no fluff that they're making. Yes, I think the prosecution has been playing that very, very, very good. Anybody that says the prosecution isn't on their stuff, they're wrong. They are on their stuff. And that's part of the problem because they're taking these very simple, already normal things that are being done in the court and twisting them to make them look like they are getting these because he is guilty. Yeah. The only issue with the cell towers in that area is they they don't have good ones like in the Murdoch case. No, I mean, Murdoch is way different. Murdoch is way different. Um, it, the area you're in. That which it depends. Like we went over this in the cell phone tower data, and from I'm not the expert, Brendan is, but from what I learned from when he was talking about it, it, it matters what the terrain is for one. If you have mountains, um, it also matters where each of these towers are located, if it is a true tower or if it is a mini cell. Um, which there's only one true tower that we found on the map that was to the south, um, which would have picked up Brian Koberger on that interstate going down. And it also matters how far you are from the tower, because if you are far enough that you're on the edge of cell reception, their ability to locate you, the, the room for error is way greater. Um, we talked about that RTT time, the round trip time. Um, 
the the margin for error gets much bigger the further you get away from the tower. Um, there also needs to be three towers around you or more. Uh, you know, four for good measure to be able to triangu triangulate, get each RTT time to each tower, putting you in that precise spot. And yes, Kimmy's right. GPS data is way better, which is what CAST does. They don't just use cell tower data. They combine it with geo. Well, geolocation is the combination of like GPS and cell phone tower data. It's all of it put together. And that gives you the most precise location. But the issue that we are finding is we don't think it's possible for them to have done any of that from the maps that Brennan was looking at. They could, they literally couldn't have. If, if Brian's phone was off and he didn't have location tracking on, um, and I mean, in his phone, which you can go through and turn it all off in the background of apps, um, and with how bad the cell phone coverage is in that area, it's horrid, it's awful from all accounts that I've even heard from people living there, driving there, visiting there. Um, it's terrible. Uh, I it doesn't seem like it's possible for them to have pinned him down. And if Payne was the one to put the that <laughs> that information together, who is not an expert in the least, who's just on the phone with an FBI agent, go read the PCA. That's what he says. There's just no way. There's no way they got him with cell phone tower data unless they have some kind of geolocation data. Which could We're, be the GPS. reason why they're asking for all that app data after the fact. Right. They're just trying to hem up the uh, the the case. We have talked about the Stingray. We're not behind. And we've done tons of research. Yeah. I just don't think you've seen all of our content, Rosie. So. Yeah. So I'm an expert in wireless. And we've talked about the Stingray a, a few times. It was interesting. After we talked about it, Nancy Grace started talking about it. Yeah. I I guarantee I know more than Cass does. Guaranteed. You could put me up against a Cass member and I would know more. They have no idea how the towers are built with the different uh, wavelengths and frequencies and all that stuff. They know how to triangulate and then they know how to re-verify that triangulation. But when CAS needs that information, they called people like me to get that information. I just don't work in that industry anymore. Otherwise, I probably would be fired because I absolutely would tie into those <laughs> into those towers and uh and get the information. I don't think I could have not. It my my curiosity would have eaten me up, man, until I did it. So how does the stingray even come into play in this situation? It doesn't. It doesn't. The only way a stingray comes into play in this information is if somebody can prove concrete that that whole area lost connection. So uh, stingrays are not magic boxes that do everything. Uh, dirt boxes are not magic boxes that do everything. Uh, when any of those boxes for investigating are turned on, nobody has service. Nobody has service. Yeah. He hemisphere doesn't give them anything. That's, that's just another term for the geolocation which uh, geolocation is blended information. It is correct. I'm not guessing. 
a hundred percent on this. Uh, it it runs off of different data boxes, and uh, it the reason why it's called hemisphere is because it ties directly to the uh, satellites in the sky. But most people don't realize that those satellites don't connect directly to cell phones. That's not how satellite data works. It, satellite data works by connecting to a ground location and then beaming that out to different data locations. Different data locations can be uh, other cell phones, believe it or not, nowadays. It can be routers. It can be Bluetooth. It can be anything that has an active data connection. And, uh, and then that can, based on your app settings, give you a rough triangulation, rough triangulated, uh, it's not even called triangulation when you're using that data. It is called, hang on, ADHD moment. Uh, it is, ah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember it. It's not triangulation. It's, uh. Nope, can't remember it right now. It's something hor horizontal. It 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 sounds horizontal, like uh, uh, I'm probably I'm I'm make I'm making myself draw a blank. No, you can't. You can't use hemisphere and stingray. Those two don't even communicate together. A stingray and a, a stingray is the same thing as a dirt box. A stingray is a fake tower that has no data connection. It, it creates a fake tower that every cell phone in the area will connect to. When those cell phones in the area connect to that stingray, they immediately lose all their data connection. Um, but what that stingray is doing is pulling all of your personal information off the phone. When I say personal information, I'm not talking text messages and settings. What, what I mean by personal information is your cell phone's IMEI, uh, your SD, uh, not SD, um, SIM card, um, and, and all of your phone information. If they can gather that phone information, then they have the ability to then say, hey, you were here at this time. We can prove you were here at this time because this Stingray only has a uh, you know, a, a rough location service of, you know, a half a mile out or whatever, and it picked up your phone. And then they can take that information and submit that to the cell phone companies and then yeah, but you're get, missing, get all that data. I feel like you're not making the point that a stingray would have had to have been connected the entire time before the murders, during and after for them to be able to use it to locate him. Like it would have had to have been active the whole time. Uh, they can't just hook up a stingray and be like, oh yeah, he was in the area this many times over the past few correct, months. They correct. can't do that. It has to be real time. Yeah. I'm not guessing Rosie. I have 15 years under my belt right. working with this. Exactly. It, it's, it's not a guess. It's 100%. A, a dirt box and a stingray are the same thing. One might be called a dirt box for military, but they literally do the same thing and they do not locate you. They do not locate you. Yeah. That is not possible. It is not possible with the technology behind it. I could get into that, but honestly, no one wants to hear about why it doesn't have a data connection because of the frequency it uses, because it only uses one frequency. It doesn't have 5G, 4G, 3G. It uses your base data connection to draw your information to the box. But I, I'm not guessing here. I am 100% correct on this. And I, I don't ever say that, but I have 15 years under my belt of helping manage that industry and working with 
the the U.S. and world's biggest corporations getting them set up. That's why we have connections in YouTube. Like I know that we talk about on YouTube when people try flagging our content and stuff like that. All I got to do is pick up the phone and call because I set up Google's in uh, wireless information. I was the one that personally went in there and got them set up with their data. Uh, so we work directly with all of these people, directly with business to business. And I had to be trained and taught on how to manage uh, the, those frequencies and towers within buildings and, and, and the strength of them to know if we needed boosters and things like that. I promise you, I promise you. It, I'm not guessing. This is the one area that I'm going to say I'm not guessing on. I don't know anything else. I'm as, I'm as dumb as they come. But on this one area, I have been, been working in it for the last 15 years. Unless they had it possibly, unless they had it possibly hooked up passively in the area for months. No, they can't. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. That is not unless unless there's some way to do that, which you're saying it doesn't. And I believe you, um, you're, pr you're probably just doing your research off of Wikipedia or something like that. And that is not true. That is not true. That data is not true. Yeah. It, and also, there is no documentation of them doing any of that anyway. So it's all speculation if you think that was used or not. We have nothing official on that, period. Uh, so the only time that law enforcement uses these uh, Stingray devices, and they're, they're like a quarter million dollars a piece. So like not every police department is going to have these uh, boxes. But when they turn them on... Um, Everybody loses service. So like if you have uh, if you have Internet connection that's not tied to something being plugged in the wall, uh, you're going to lose your connection. You're going to lose everything. And, and depending on how close they are to a private line, they it'll 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 make it so people can't dial into 911. So what they do is they take these boxes to like riot. So. In Chicago, right, where we're at, uh, they, they had them here during the BLM gatherings. And when you're in these large areas and groups, a lot of people notice that their cell phone connection goes down because they are there with a stingray turning it on and turning it off, turning it on and turning it off, turning it on and turning it off. So they are getting ready for if something happens. Getting ready if something happens. Yeah. And if if nothing happens, if or yes, January 6th, you know how they knew everyone that was there? Not because of pictures, not because of people recording videos, because of stingray boxes and cell phones. So I from what I read, I think there's also um they can get data from your phone that is from the past. That that doesn't mean that they got like they got. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? No. Like they can extract data from your phone. No, they can't. That's what it says. No, no, they. So it is not personal data. It is your cell phone data, your IMEI, your SIM card, 
and uh, the data that your phone uses to communicate with the tower. It is not personal data like like messages. So could they, if if say a stingray was in the area right now and my phone connected to it, could they see where my phone was connected to in the past? No. Okay. No. So, okay, I can break it down for you guys real easy. And and I'm not I'm not trying to prove you wrong. I just when I know information, I'm going to share it with you guys to learn. And dude, for the whole first 2 years that I was in wireless, I have never in my life been a part of something that had so much knowledge. I felt like the stupidest person in the world, you guys. The learning curve on this industry was insane. It was absolutely insane. The mo- the craziest learning curve of information I've ever had in my life. I was I had been there for 2 years and still every day was like, "What? I've never heard that before." What, you know, and slowly moving up to work with the larger corporations. But so this is what a dirt box and a stingray is. Um, It uses a, a special frequency that makes all devices that are within its range to think that it's a tower. So uh, it so your phone's connected, auto connected to a tower. Now, when you turn on a stingray box, your phone thinks that it's connected to a tower. It's going to automatically connect to that tower. But in doing so, that Stingray box doesn't have a data connection. So it's only a one-way data source to the box. And that box is going to pick up your phone's IMEI, uh, the MEID, the IFE, the SIM card, all that uh, all that coded data that it uses to connect to towers that nobody knows what it is. And now they have confirmation that you were there in that area. What are you, why are you saying no, Jay Ray? What's going on? They got his connection data through a warrant. Yeah. Yeah. So it, if they would have used the stingray there, uh, they everyone would have lost service. Well, law enforcement doesn't know anything about cell phones, though. No, they are not the experts that you should no. be looking to for that information. <laughs> no, they used to come to me to get that information. So law enforcement doesn't know nothing with, yeah. when it comes to that. So so they got his phone to get his connection data. I mean, that would make sense for the GPS locating type stuff. But the fact of the matter is, and yes, Lisa, you're right. You're right. He was still driving around that night in a white Elantra with a missing front license plate. His DNA is allegedly found on the knife. I am not convinced on that yet. I need to know more to be able to determine that because from what we're learning right now, it was a partial trace DNA. Like it's, it's not black and white. It is not, this is his DNA. So we got to know more. We have to, to be able to say that is his DNA or it is not. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So they got, yeah. And, and if they, the thing is, is his phone was turned off that night. So, and that's the point I, we were making the cell phone tower data. And that's the point I, I specifically made. Okay. I asked the question. Then if we have these cell phone towers, okay, how can they determine that he was at 
the house or if he was just going to a restaurant that was up the street mm -hmm. regularly. And, and, and that GPS data may be able to say it, it might be able to. That's the supporting evidence that would make me change my mind in saying, yes, I would convict him. Yeah. Like, we need to know if they but have here... that supporting evidence is the GPS data. Do they have that? Because 12 times in Moscow may mean nothing because a lot of WSU students go to Moscow for a lot of reasons. They they travel between the two communities. Both of them go back and forth. It's It's like one big college party city. Yeah. So it's not weird for him to have been there 12 times. Honestly, that might be kind of on the low side living there months. Yeah. Um. So I, I need and to know if he was by the home. If he was. Can, we can know that. We can know that. Now, I'll just make one more comment, Rosie, because I see people on here saying, like, it's OK to be wrong and stuff like that. It's not even about that, you guys. I, I don't ever need to be right. I'm not looking to be right. I just if someone's in our community and they're getting wrong information, and this is the one of the few times I know what I'm talking about, the, the one in a 100 times that I know, no, 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 no what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm just going to clear it up. So it's not about being right or wrong, but law enforcement does not have access to cell phone data. They have to reach out, even FBI, they have to get a warrant and reach out to the cell phone company where they would call me and be like, hey, I'm so-and-so with law enforcement and I need to get information on this phone. I would then say, okay, I'm so-and-so with this department or with this area. And I, they reached out to me because I work directly in B2B, but I wasn't the person. Normally, what I would do is just transfer that phone call. But let's say I didn't transfer it. I would say, OK, well, I need to verify that you have a warrant in order to do this. So go ahead and send it to our protected email. You know, it would be an at AT&T, at Verizon, at uh, T-Mobile email, whatever. And they would send it over. We would send it to our legal team and say, okay, I'll give you a call back. Once our legal team verifies that it's real, legitimate, and good to go, we can then go into the three services that we had. And one of them gives us access to all tower data. So I, if I worked for AT&T and I wanted to get into Verizon tower data, we could because every person that's a high enough level in wireless has access to this one uh, service. And the reason being is because all cell phone companies share a tower, not, not always, but most of the time they share a tower. So Verizon will own a tower. They'll have the top rack, which is the best placement and you get the furthest coverage. Then it'll be AT&T under them. Then, you know, T-Mobile under them. Sprint isn't around anymore because Sprint is with T-Mobile. Um, and then, uh, I would log into that information and say, okay, well, what, what is the customer's information? They would say, it's this phone number. They never have the IMEI. They just give me a phone number. And then I would verify with, okay, well, what is the name connected to that phone number? As long as they gave me the right name that's on the warrant and the right phone number, I could then pull the IMEI off of their account and bypass that, get into the account, pull the IMEI, pull the SIM card pull the history, pull, pull the call history, pull the text history. You can't get text messages. Law enforcement does not get text messages. It is a very, 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 very long process. Uh, they can get it, but just it's an, a whole other step in, in additional warrants. Um, but they can get 
they can get the numbers that they texted, but not the text itself. Um, and then uh, I would then be able to log into the next system, which gives me all the tower data. And you have to pull multiple things. You have to pull which towers they were connected to at which times. And uh, then you have to pull what frequency they were connected to at what times. And then for the third one, you have to pull the tower history. So like, We'll use Brian Koberger in this example. Let's say he was connected to a Washington Tower and law enforcement is saying at 1.30 a.m., Brian Koberger was connected to this tower. But then you see at 1.25 to 1.35, this tower lost its ground connection and only had uh, its GPS uh, tower to tower connection, which makes the tower run at 40%. That would then be a not reliable ping. So, you know, one of those times we heard where law enforcement was like, hey, that ping is not real. I think it's because something was going on with that tower, which makes it unreliable in a court of law. So I hope that explained it without getting too boring, you guys. Uh, yes, phones do can, not always, they can collect data even when it's powered off. We, we talked about that yeah. uh, a little bit. But I think it's I think it's interesting to talk about more. It is yeah. concerning. It, it is. It is the one um, area I'm an expert in. You could put me up against anybody. The only people that would know more than me on wireless is a uh, a frequency scientist because there's some science in that that I don't know that has to do with the curvature of the Earth and things like that and. I don't know that stuff. That is, that is too too scientific for me. But anything that has to do with the tower and connection and data and anything like that, dude, I you could put me up against anyone. Uh, so we talked about this a little bit too. The wife, his phone touching the Wi-Fi at the home, and I think you said that the only way that's possible is if they had an open network, meaning yep. anybody could just connect to it, like a guest Wi-Fi kind of yep. type situation. Um, other than that, say he's just in the area and it's a private closed network, there's no way to trace that. Not through cell phone. And this is where people get this wrong. So um, a lot of people think that they can go to cell phone companies to get GPS data. That is not true. That is not true. The GPS, the reliable GPS data comes from uh, applications. Yeah. We yeah. we've already talked about geolocating though, Rosie. We we've, we've talked about that and how it could prove where he was if it's used in combination with the cell phone towers. Yeah. It, it, that's I mean, that doesn't prove the stingray though, like you were saying, but Yeah, no worries. I Look, Rosie, you can be right. I don't want to be right. That's not that's not important to me. You know, I'm just trying to teach people some information they don't know. And cell phone data is really important because on everybody's cell phone, you guys, that's your personal data. That is your personal information. So that security is super, super, super important. And I'll tell you on my phone, 
I keep all of my GPS settings off at all times. And then when I want to go in and use that GPS in that application, I'll go in there and specifically turn that back on uh, and, and then use that and then turn it back off again. But cell phones are a huge risk, a huge, 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 huge risk. And people should know about them. Now, obviously, the, the frequency of connection and the RTT time, the round trip time, uh, all of those details, like not important. Nobody needs to know that stuff. The only thing you need to know at the personal phone is, is your SIM card connecting and is it working properly in the phone? You know what I mean? Uh, Rosie said he'll go up against you any day in a meeting off platform. I mean, if you want to send an email and uh, share information back and forth, we can totally do that. Yeah. Two-tone. I, I don't have to talk about this. I'm not interested in talking about it. I, I'm not interested in trying to prove I'm right. That That's up to you guys. You know, I have 15 years in it, so... He said he. I, I don't care. It. I don't care if if I'm right on it. I mean, I know I'm right. I mean, I don't care proving I'm right is what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if someone believes I'm right or not. If, if you want the information, I I can give you. If not, no worries, man. Yeah, I don't think it keeps a record of who touched the Wi-Fi though. No. That's the only thing. Because I was trying to figure that out, too, if that was possible. So that sounds like geolocation, which wouldn't have anything to do with the cell phone data. Geolocation would be through the apps. And that is possible. That is possible depending on his settings in his phone. And it also depends on what PCA you're talking about. Are you, uh, Rosie, are you talking about Payne's PCA or the other one? that people reference a lot because there's also those contradictions between the two that are strange, but he, he didn't bring it back up again. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know that I remember that part of, of the interview. I've heard people talk about it, but someone said, yeah, that Blaker, Blaker, their phone connected to a friend's Wi-Fi. The only way it can do that is if their settings allow that if they don't have a connection on, uh, I mean, if they don't have their settings turned on to require a password, or there's this new feature where if, uh, if you're a known device to your friend's device, like those two devices communicate a lot, um, then they, all they have to do is click a button and it will give you the access. It'll approve access to it. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? How are you? Okay, let's move on. Yeah, dude, we can move on whenever you guys want. Everybody wants to move on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I was just trying to give you guys information that if you wanted it. Because we, we've already done, we've already did the whole breakdown on cell phones 100%. We have two videos out there going through the cell phone data and the GPS data and how they're they're different. So I'll post those if you guys are interested, only because a lot of people are asking about that. Uh, and, and that has the that gives you the breakdown of everything that you need to know.
Wait, why? Okay. Okay, so, and this gives you, this gives you the free tower map. So I, I don't, I do, but I can't, I can't show you guys the internal tower map that has private information and IMEIs on it. So that could, that could never be shared on here. That would be a lawsuit right away. And then GPS. And then if you guys have questions on cell phones more, if you want to know about how to protect yourself, if you want to know anything like that, shoot us an email. I'm always willing to teach anybody how to, how to protect themselves with that. Okay, so other questions. What are you looking for? Um, I have all those statements on the cell phones because we used it. Yeah. What What part are you looking for? Just looking to see if it mentioned hemisphere, like you said, uh, like Rosie said. But what I see is them mentioning cast a whole bunch. Yeah, it doesn't mention hemisphere in. It, it says cast. That's yeah. He says cast over and over. Yeah. No, I can pull it up, but we're we're good. We don't. No, we can move past it. I see AT and T, and I see Cast. I I couldn't find Hemisphere, but that was just a that was just me skimming. He hemisphere is an internal, uh, well, G GPS. I looked it up. Uh, this is it says that's not it. This isn't it. No, that's okay. not it. It it's an internal AT and T system. It's bit it it started with uh their. It started with their potential home internets, which failed, flunked, and they, they turned it into something else. It was supposed to be like the most reliable whatever, basically what Tesla or uh, Musk is coming out with, essentially. But AT&T just wasn't able to get it down. Oh, gosh, there's tons. Of <laughs> oh, the articles on Hemisphere with AT&T are horrible. Yeah, it's a mass surveillance, like spying on American citizens type thing is yeah. what they're making it out to be from what I see. I mean, it's it's not really there's only so much that can be done with it. All it is 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 the geolocation services and everybody, every cell phone company is already doing that. Apple has it built into their phones and it already has been for a decade. Yeah, I know how to unlock a phone. I know how to do it the right way and the wrong way. <laughs> the Hemisphere Project is a law enforcement sensitive subpoena compliance program. The linchpin of the program is a telecom proprietary database that contains call detail records available in a near real-time basis. Experienced hemisphere analysts are able to use current and innovative techno tech 
no. tools it, that aid law enforcement in interpreting, disseminating, and analyzing phone records. Yeah, it it's not. They in, have to subpoena It's the not in the PCA. It's but not Hemisphere. It. I understand that's what Hemisphere is currently being used for in law enforcement. Well, I'm not saying that law enforcement isn't utilizing an internal tool. Hemisphere is geolocation. And the reason why it's so successful uh, and why it gives so much information is because it connects to other things, which is what I said from the very beginning. Like app data? Is that what you're talking yep, about? Yep. It, well, is, it is essentially app data in a cell phone company, like the geolocation app data in a cell phone company. Yeah, I I can I can walk you through it, Jay Ray. Yeah. If, as long as it's not an Apple device and locked through a user profile, like um, like a profile on the phone, then we can we can get it unlocked. But Apple is the most secure phone out there, and they don't play around. Like they won't unlock anything if you don't have your stuff. I mean, you're lucky if you can call into Apple and like, hey, I messed up my password. I don't remember. I need you to to reset this. You'll be lucky to get them to. Yeah, that is what matters. You're absolutely right. It's the geolocation that matters from what I'm seeing in this document. And it's it's That's in, all hemisphere. It's is. the speed they can get it. They can literally just reach out to AT&T and be like, hey, can I get this? And they can get it. I mean, like they, it's that fast. Pretty no, much. no. That's what it's saying it's here. Not, you have to have a warrant. Just well, yes, like, there's a warrant. Yes, but as but soon as remember, you reach out with the warrant, they can essentially just send it over to you. But remember, yes, uh, they absolutely can send it over to you. But CAST is not allowed to take cell phone company data into a courtroom. They are not. We went over the... Uh, the uh that report the um the declassified cast report and that declassified cast report said um in it that all cast members have to build their own geolocation triangulation map to be taken to court so it doesn't matter how quick this gets to them like that is that is not important that doesn't do anything because they still have to build their own map yeah you know what i yeah, mean yeah yeah uh d read that <laughs> i'm like super glad that we made the decision that we made oh geez jeff sorry to hear about that yeah, because I I did see that too. Um, I didn't. I had no idea. Hey Jeff, I meant to ask you: Have you have you ever got a hold of the original one 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 two audio and tried remixing it? The white noise audio, the really really bad audio. Dude, your phone, your iPhone, because it has Siri, it's the same thing with Alexa. Alexa is always listening because they have to listen for the prompt word. Uh, they are. iPhones are the same exact way. Siri mm -hmm. has to listen for the prompt word. So they are absolutely, our phones, anything that accepts voice commands like that is absolutely listening to you 24-7 all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is.
Like, there's no doubt about it at this point. It is. Yeah. Uh, which audio are you referring to? So it's the one that was actually 50 feet away from 50 feet yeah. away. But the version that was going around, it was on News Nation and they said they believed it to be fake. Um, now, there's people who don't think it's fake. They think it is the audio from the PCA. I, I have no idea. Um, it's not Linda Lane. It is the one that is supposedly 50 feet from Zana's room. And it's the one, it's disturbing. Uh, you can hear screaming. Um, you can you can hear all kinds of things in it. There's a part where you almost hear like somebody saying Emma. Um, yeah. There's various things in it, but there's, we don't know where, I don't know where it came from. Um, the girl who made it said yeah. it was fake. Rosie, if you have info on it, share it. There's nothing you could do to make me mad. I was never mad. Ask Malia. She knows when I get mad. No, no. He just gets passionate and just starts literally word vomiting. That That's how I talk all the time. Yeah. Literally all the time. If we were to have a conversation where he really feels he knows something and I'm like inquiring about it and it's not aggressive, it's not, it's not like aggressive or angry or anything. It's, it's just, he talks a lot. I'm a salesperson. He just rants. Just He's like just this. a ranter. This is okay. How I do it. When he gets passionate about something, he just rants. Yeah. No one knows if the footage is real, but in the PCA, it confirms that they have audio from 50 feet away. That was a demonstration. Okay. That's that's cool. I didn't know that. When we were talking about that audio, nobody like what? called that out to us. That the girl who made made it said it was fake. And that it was a demonstration showing how poor audio is. Then, the, then what? Odd, then where's the fifty feet audio from the PCA? It the PCA says that there is audio. I'll get you the Spanish woman's name so you can Google it. Okay, thank you. It's the Armstrong. Oh, why is it called that? You just found that out. Okay. Why didn't she come out saying that with the audio, though, when she released it? Or did people so, just take it and so run wait. with it? So did she submit fake audio to the police? Because this is in evidence. The police have it. They have a audio. They have a audio. From 50 feet away. From 50 feet away. We don't know that that one is it. Because the news, when Where they... really else could it be? Well, the it was going around TikTok. The news, news Nation said that when they played it. They said, this has been going around TikTok, and it's fake. And they played it. Okay. But True Crime Design took it and said that they didn't think it was fake. Or that there's... We don't know. It's unconfirmed, but... Is it real? Asking that question. Is it real? It's not confirmed, but it's interesting. That's probably why I couldn't find the original one then. Yeah, and I don't, honestly, I don't, I haven't put much stake into the Linda Lane footage other than like the actual footage. As far as the audio, I, I feel like that could be superimposed on it or whatever yeah, the word agree, is. Jeff. It could be layered over it. It, it comes from 1112 King. For sure. I agree. There's nowhere else it could come from. But I, it, it just must not be leaked, you know? Right, right. They hear whimpering and a thud. That's how it's described in the, uh, yeah, in the PCA, for sure. Yeah. 
It's 4.23 a.m. Yeah, I it and it could be. I, oh. I don't I don't know. Okay, don't so know. that that audio is from a different case, and she used that to make a fake audio for Idaho 4. Okay. So that's real? No wondering it, no wonder it's so haunting. Like, dude, I, I was so disturbed listening to that, and it sounds real. Yeah. So if it if that literally came from another crime, it makes sense because it's it was it is hard to listen to. Yeah. But that's kind of messed up to put that out there and not literally put a disclaimer on it saying I agree. this is fake. I agree. A hundred percent. I agree. Martha Jimenez is the woman that is responsible for that audio. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, I appreciate that because I hadn't heard that. And I, I didn't trust that audio. I thought that it, it was too much. It was too much. It, it, there's no way that it's real. And uh, that's why I've been trying to find the unedited version of it. Yeah, but it's, it is edited. Yeah. <laughs> From like the creation is edited. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. I, I really don't like when people do that. Like, what yeah. is the point? What is the point? Yeah, my I listened to it with AirPods after he showed it to me and I was like, this is this is bad. I hope that's not the audio from Idaho 4, but Yeah. No. I I felt I, that it sounded real. Shoot, J-Ray, you shouldn't I don't care if I'm wrong. I I don't have any reason to lie. I I tell people when I'm wrong all the time. Um when I first listened to it, I for sure thought it was real, but the more I chewed on it, I was like, it's too good. It is too, too good. Good with too many names and too clear of audio. And it it I I think I asked Jeff three or four videos ago. Uh I I was trying to find somebody else to edit it, you know? And because of the editing software that I use and the computers I have, I don't have so the uh the Microsoft program for editing is so many more audio options than final cut pro um and i prioritize final cut pro so i just i knew there had to be something to it man because it came out right around that same time that mm. when i was trying to do research on uh on on the emma stuff that and emma's names in it like Yeah, I knew there was something to it. But going back to this 113, so because we got super sidetracked, I just hope police have their stuff together, dude. I really hope so. Because I do not feel confident in this at all. At all. Let me make sure I got everyone's questions here. So, yeah, somebody said FBI has had plenty of time to go back into the house before now. So it's suspicious they're doing this on the heels of the judge scheduling an examination of the G D DNA genealogy test results. So that's interesting. Do you think there's something that could be in that DNA where the prosecution is like, oh, shoot. 
our case is about to not have the DNA in it. We need to fill this gap because, dude, if there's no DNA, they're toast. This whole case is gone. Hmm. Yeah. The whole case is gone. Yeah. Yeah, I hit my ankle on the chair. It hurt pretty bad. I it was just being clumsy. It it hurt. So I'm off now because that my ankle's like you know that like when you stub your toe kind of pain? That's what it that's the type of pain it is where it just lingers and aches. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I think it is odd that they went back and this is the perfect time for you to pull up the email email. And show that clip that I meant to show last night. I promised you guys I would show it. That I had proof that they had these scanners uh, before the crime ever happened. These exact scanners. So from okay. what from what I had figured out from watching clips, from looking all over the internet, is that their narrative is that they had more time. Okay, yep. They had more time because the trial's delayed. So they went back to the home to do higher resolution, better scans with tech they did not have yet. This? Yes. It was supposedly tech that they didn't have. Okay. Well, I have a video. Okay. That. But there's music in it. I heard it. Okay. So. This says a year ago. Hold on. I need to get the exact date because when I found it on Google, it had the exact date, but I forgot YouTube doesn't show that. So the newest Pharaoh focus laser scanner is here. Here, I'll get the date. I have a next generation reality capture device that delivers faster scans and better results. All housed in a durable casing users trust. It's the premium scanners. That's what was being said. The Focus Premium laser scanner is built to withstand tough construction environments. And they show it, and it's identical to the ones that they were using at the home. And is compact enough to go anywhere. With all the new Pharaoh Stream app, with all new Pharaoh Stream app for Android tablets and iOS and Android smartphones. Right, today's sponsor. <laughs> Project setup and scanner configuration is easier than ever. Scan structures and systems to capture the existing conditions. As the first step in your BIM coordination efforts, scan times have been reduced by an average of 30% when compared to the previous generation focus scanner. Share scan data with remote team members and collaborate in real time to keep the project moving efficiently. Pre-register scans in the field with the stream app so that you leave. So when you leave the site construction, wait, what did that say? So I'm going to say 
I'm going to send you this website. You need to copy and paste the link to that video and enter it what? in the search bar. Okay, there. What? Should I finish this or no? No. Why? So, because there's no point. that None of that's important. This is just proof that it is the Faro Premium oh, okay. Scanner that they claim that they did not have during the time that they did these scans. I was getting my sponsor talk on. We're not sponsoring. We're not sponsored by Faro. Okay, so that yeah. go to that. Okay. It should be in a reply. Refresh. Okay. Pull up that website that I just sent you. Yep, the top one. Or what is going on here? That is not it's the same exact video. Why did it not send you the link? Hold on. I don't know. I'll send it again. I don't know why it did that. It sent you the video again. There. It should be YT large or something like that. All right. I sent it. Okay. This. Okay. So copy the link to that video and then paste it in that search bar. Um... Okay. I wouldn't do the share link. I would, unless it's exactly the same as what's in the bar up top. And then you have to enter the app that. What do I do? Share it with everybody. For what? So this video was from April 12th. They okay. had it early 2022. Oh, okay. Is when these were released. Why is that important? Because they're claiming they didn't have this tech in December or January. Right, but FBI might not have. Why wouldn't they have the newest and latest scanners? I, I don't... Back orders? So in, in the wireless industry iPhones come out in September, October, or November. It used to always be September, but um, they usually don't get in people's hands until three months after, even though officially they will launch in September. And videos start coming out in March. So like Apple puts out videos six months ahead of time and we can start talking about them and selling them to you know corporations or, or whatever and then they launch on september which means the sales can start in september so start talking in march sales start in september and then they don't get in people's hands for another three months so technically that could be nine months so i i think that's possible here just to play devil's advocate, okay. I don't know if that is. That's what's a good going point. On, but... No, that's a great point. We would have, to, I mean, we'd have to find if the FBI was using them in other places, I guess, to know for sure. Uh, but I guess, I guess what you're saying is possible. I didn't think about all of that. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people think it's a ruse for them going back in. Um, so the thing with these scanners, because that's what I kept being 
That's what kept being said everywhere I looked is they didn't have this tech before. Well, then I heard somebody say the name. It's the Faro Premium Scanner. You know, I might reach out to Duty Ron since he had an expert and ask him, when did these scanners exactly come out? And like, do you is there any way to know if the FBI was using them at what date? I mean, you know? why don't why don't we just contact the FBI? Can you just ask them what yeah, tech they use? For sure. Why not? It's not confidential. Yeah, I well, just I'll reach out to the FBI tomorrow. People just keep saying that, you know, they think it's a ruse. So I wanted to know if it was true that they didn't have this tech or not. And then I found that video from early 2022. So I was like, well, they may have had it. Yeah. Uh, this technology definitely existed. That's all I can say, I guess. Um, cause what you're saying is definitely possible that there was, you know, it, it, just because there's a video of marketing on it doesn't mean it's released yet. And then there can be a delay. There can be back orders. There can be things of that nature. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I, I'll call the FBI tomorrow. But, See, there's some benefits to being a salesperson. I'm pretty good talking my way into things. Yeah. I know, I know there's videos on the first sweep, uh, but that was through the defense, wasn't it? And that was uh, not the defense the, did the first. That's what I keep. No, that's what mm -hmm. I keep hearing no. is that it was the defense who wanted those scans. done. No way. No way. That's standard practice for a crime of this nature to do it before the bodies are picked up. So if they didn't do it before the bodies were picked up, then um, they probably did it after, after having the police come in, or I'm sorry, the FBI come in with their scanners. But uh, I, I would be shocked if law enforcement didn't do this. Okay. The state did one. That's good to know. Yeah. I might have to go back and watch it. I was but... going to say that would make them look super incompetent, like the most incompetent law enforcement ever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Thank you for calling that out. Um, but they didn't do it before the bodies were picked up. That's they should have. They're supposed to. From what everything from what I've heard, including from Duty Ron, is that they should do it while the bodies are there. And then yeah. when they're not there, it, that's the best way to do it. I'm just going to call the FBI and not tell them it has anything to do with this case. Yeah, duty Ron was um I have a pro I have an approach already. I'm not I'm not going to spill the beans. Duty Ron had an incredible video recently about the Pharaoh uh scans that were done, you know, just like last week or whatever. Uh but I didn't see his past one, so I'm definitely going to go watch it cuz it was interesting and I he, I think they did a great job talking about it. Yeah, Kimmy, we we covered the yeah we covered the MLK stuff like uh, I don't know what three months ago, right when we turned true crime full time. Is that video still up? I I don't I don't know. I'm not sure, but it is so awful. But I I want to be super clear here because uh, I'm an I'm a huge advocate for law enforcement, even though I truly believe that they need to be held accountable and very harshly when they do something wrong or manipulative being a public servant being paid by taxpayer dollars we own them we own them now i know it doesn't feel like it but we absolutely do and that's how it should be handled but in the mlk stuff i i i it bothers me a little bit when people are like 
oh, did you see the FBI do that? The, the FBI entirely is horrible, you know, and the whole FBI gets blamed um, when it was a group of them. And it was like this tight faction. It was like this tight knit uh, group that did illegal stuff for the literal leader of the FBI. They were like a straight up FBI gang. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But the thing (laughs) is, is a lot of people were racist back then. So a lot of them were complicit in the crimes. They didn't speak out against them. And then there's people who were scared to speak out and didn't, you know, because obviously, like, that's terrifying. Look at what these people are doing. Um, So, I mean, it was... Yeah, but that's not okay. You can't throw all these people in a pot and be like, yeah, but a lot of people were. No, there's no all of society was. So we still can't say all of FBI is bad because society as a whole was flawed in the way that they viewed people back then. They've done some pretty horrible things, though. And I, I can't classify as every FBI agent because. There are good FBI agents out there, just like there's good police officers. Yeah, but then sometimes there's sometimes there are bad eggs yeah. and groups of bad eggs. I don't agree. I think that law enforcement is a reflection of society. If I had to give a rough estimate, I would say 20 percent of society breaks laws like intentionally and I'm I'm making this percentage up, you guys. I'm just using it as an example. Let's just say society is a hundred percent figure. Twenty percent of society is uh, are criminals with intent, intention to be criminals, right? Then I would expect to see twenty percent of all the law enforcement be criminals too. So I I just have a hard time being like, yeah, the FBI is the problem here when. I think people in the FBI are the problem, not the FBI. That's just my opinion, though. Okay, so do you think Moscow PD is the problem or people in the Moscow PD? People in. Okay. I do. I think that's like literally what I said by rotten eggs and groups of rotten eggs that I think there's good FBI agents out there, but there are groups of them that are not. Yeah. That's what I said. So you do agree with me. Yeah, but the way that you were explaining it made it sound like you were throwing them all in a pot. And no. for me, like I, I always want to clarify that because I I don't ever want to be thrown into the pot of people who are anti-law enforcement. I am American, you guys. I believe in our justice system. I don't want to get all lame here. But I believe in this country and our justice system and our government. And we have a lot of work to do because we have a lot of problems here in a lot of these areas. Um, And I just don't ever want to come off like I'm anti any of these, you know, um, American entities. Yeah. Thank you, Anne. That's so sweet of you. Thank you. Yes. And coming through. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been great having you for two months. We need to wait. Hmm. Is that because we don't have a new one for three months? No, she still has a light bulb. Oh, okay. It's for two months. And oh, okay. it's the light bulb. I have to make the three month one. I think oh, honestly, okay. she might 
be getting a three month one and I need to post it because I think it's I think we're I think she's literally right on the three month thing. But um, you guys have never seen us argue before, but we don't we don't argue. We, We aren't like that. But this is because we are in stream yards. It doesn't show here at all. Not on screen, not anywhere. Oh, okay. Look, even on the screen here, look, it doesn't show it. It only shows it in the chat, which I think is super lame. I don't know why it's set up that way, but. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. That happens all the time. I hear people wrong all the time. Um, But, uh, yeah, you guys have never seen me angry or worked up. I don't get angry or worked up by people ever, literally yeah. ever, never. I think he does hear something different than what I say sometimes, uh, but I think everybody does that sometimes. It's, it's what miscommunication is sometimes, you know? And yeah. when you talk for hours on end like us, there's bound to be some miscommunication sometimes. Yes, you did become <laughs> a member on day one, and I know it. It's awesome. It is awesome. And... uh so we need a month three. I know. Okay. Have we determined what that's going to be? So we had input from viewers and people were asking for either a, a explosion or um, a brain or a thought bubble. Like they're thinking like thought, right? Like maybe I could put something in the bubble. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was the three things that I saw that were mentioned. Also a neon magnifying glass, Mm. I think is, was mentioned, or maybe that was for an emote. I'm not sure which that one was. (laughs) I have a bunch of stuff here right now though. Yeah, for sure. Mike. Absolutely. Just like I always tell people. It, when people try and troll or, or talk crap, I always tell them, like, okay, I am whatever you say I am. Doesn't matter. You tell me what I am. So I'm going to end the poll, um, and then I'm going to put up a poll real quick, because it's we're probably going to be closing out pretty soon, within the next 10 minutes. Um I'm going to close this in just a minute. So if you didn't get a vote in, definitely get a vote in. We're going to repeat this poll after the trial and compare um, and contrast. And uh, yeah, if you want to vote, do it now because I'm about to close it out. We got 183 votes on it right now. That's cool. Let's see if we can get it to 200. If you guys just came in and didn't vote on the poll, definitely do it real quick. Um. But yeah, I'm going to do a vote for members to decide what you want the third month to be. The neon magnifying glass, a thought bubble, or an explosion? Maybe I'll add the brain in there. Oh, we can do it however. I want it to be whatever you guys want it to be. Look, at Thought Riot... Yeah, you guys won't get personal. Sorry. So, somebody said that when when we go live, that we show like more of ourselves. I we aren't going that direction. Um, we're going corporate. 
Yeah, like I love the way AR does things, but that's not what we're doing here. Now, no. we we want to post a little bit more personal videos in the membership, um, kind of talking about our backgrounds and everything. Uh, but yeah, we're not here to be like mm -mm. super, we're super personal. We're here to be news. News, news, news. So uh, personal is just not in it for us. Like the only thing personal is... When we started this channel, I was just on the corner. I was sleeping in the gutter, and Malia was like, hey, I don't really know you, but I'm starting a show. Do you want to be part of it? And I was like, look, for five bucks, I'll do anything. And here comes Thought Riot, you know. That's what started it all. <laughs> She was driving down the street in her BMW and I was sleeping. I was begging for a burger, you know. Yep. That's the conception of the channel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Oh, man. Here, here at Thought Riot, we are the collection of all the people. Where was that? Where did I post that? I really liked that. And someone was trolling us, and that's where the idea came from. And I was like, man, I got to post that. But I, I, I personally really liked it. I was proud of myself for it. Oh, this one right here. We are our community. We are made up of a collective of thoughts, ideas, opinions, and voices. We are not right. We are not wrong. We are. The people decide our content and our direction. Everyone has a voice and a willing ear to listen. We are all Thought Riot Podcast. I, I was like, yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Because we just want to be here to talk about what the community wants, you know? Wait, what is our fraternity name again that we made? It is Theta Rho Pi for TRP. Yeah. So Theta Rho Pi. <laughs> it's at 188. It's climbing. Is it slowly? Yeah. yeah. So if anyone finds anything else that's around this 113 pieces of evidence, look, I hope I'm proved wrong, you guys. Like every time I speak, I feel like everyone should take that as a goal to prove me wrong. <laughs> I, I will never be offended. I promise you there is nothing anybody could ever say that would offend me ever. Never. It can't happen. I I went to the school of Dexter, okay? I don't have those feelings. Look at Cheryl. Not really. Look at Cheryl's but comment. I want to learn. You guys are all way smarter than I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's super funny, Cheryl. Yes. Yes, yes. So, if you guys find any evidence on the 
113 pieces of evidence. Please prove me wrong because I'm telling you, I know I say it and I know we still catch heat like we're trying to prove Brian's innocent, but it, that is not what's important to me. I truly hope that the prosecution has a ton of evidence, but right now, as it stands, without the additional evidence, they look incompetent, you guys. I don't, if I had to guess, I don't think that they're fraudulent except for, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm having an ADHD moment. Who is it? And Dr. Moore, what's his name? Uh, Brian Drake. No. Uh, Tolson. Tolson. And so, Van Leuven. Tolson and Van Leuven are 100% fraudulent. It's already been proven. That's not opinion. In the Dr. Moore case, they manipulated evidence and changed timestamps to set up Dr. Moore. So it, if there are officers that have been involved in this case that are dirty, it's them. If I had to guess, I think that this is just a case of incompetence. I really do. And I hope we don't have a killer out in our society because of it, you know? That's terrifying. I just sent that to you. Heather sent it to me. Um, it is an official report from Moscow PD citing 103 pieces of evidence in the 3D scans. And it was, I don't remember the day on it, but I sent it to, yeah, I sent it there. Wait, what? I sent it on Discord to the Thought Riot DM. So it's physical evidence, not scans? Because that's not physical evidence. Yes, it's physical evidence. I know that. Okay. I'm telling you <clears throat> to pull it up real quick. Oh, okay. Hold on. I was generating a new link here just so people had it. Uh, <clears throat> All right, guys. So this is Discord. And for those of you that don't know, Discord is 100% free. 100% free. No shadiness goes on in there. Nothing crazy. We have multiple content creators that... Uh, post their content. We talk about ideas. We talk about evidence. We talk about cases, and we would love to have you join. Um, it's a, if you don't know Discord, it's a little bit wonky at first, to where it's a little bit raw, uh, where it, it takes a little bit of learning. But it's a good time. It is fun, and uh, and if you want to join, please do. We won't ever ask you for money, and you won't ever be charged on there either. Uh, the most that would happen is we just post a notification when videos are coming out. That's that's really the only thing that we ever post that's at everybody. Uh, but uh, you guys kill me with the fighting. <laughs> Even last time, I, I've never been angry on here, not once. Everyone's like, Brendan, you're so angry. All you want to do is fight. And I'm like the calmest I've ever been. Okay, so it's in Discord where? I DM'd it to the Thought Riot account. So go to my me in the DMs. Okay. 
How long is this? So this is November 23rd of 2022. At this time in the investigation, detectives do not believe, okay, uh, mentioned having a stalker, but detectives have been unable to corroborate this statement. Investigators are requesting anyone with information about a potential stalker or unusual instances contact tip. Through the investigation, investigators have collected... Can you zoom in? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I should have done that right away. Throughout the investigation, investigators have collected 103 pieces of evidence, taken approximately 4,000 photos, made multiple three-dimensional scans of the residents, and hundreds of hours of ISP forensic science technicians and investigators. So what? Just uh, I'm confused. So just uh, what is this proving? It's just talking about the evidence. So obviously 10 additional pieces came from somewhere. And what is the date of this? November 23rd. And we have the warrants and everything they collected from the homes. So I, I don't think it's 113 total from Blink the twice if you need help. The PA home and Koberger's apartment. That means it's not 113 total from everywhere that means it's 113 from cars from the home and from those dumpsters the additional evidence I, we would have to go to I those warrants so. and count that i don't this doesn't confirm that we have but... a list of the warrants it's way more it does because okay. this is from november 23rd yeah but we're still making the assumption that there is going to be a whole bunch more no, because we have the arrest warrants, which list everything they collected. Okay. So well, if you I'll would have to add concrete those on evidence stating how much they have, because I will pull it up. I'll find the document and show you guys where uh, Ann Taylor specifically responds to the 113. It doesn't prove me wrong. It just shows a possibility of being that like. It, I mean, if that's what you guys call evidence, I'm worried about all of you because that isn't hard. That isn't proof. CH had to scroll to the bottom for what? This? Yeah, I had this information from an article. Because this is the 22nd. The 23rd. So, so how, how much more evidence do we think they got out of all those places we have the warrants with it listed so i'll no, go no, no, and no. pull it no the uh the from the house because you're you're saying that 113 is stated and that is from the car the six cars in the house and where the that other 10 pieces come from we don't i don't know i i don't know okay that's so that's my question I, I think it's still up in the air with this. I really do. And they collected I don't more, care if I'm wrong. They collected more than 10 pieces from his apartment and uh, the PA home. We have the lists. So I know that's not from the PA home and his apartment. Okay. Well, Jay Ray we'll emailed, just, we'll emailed me the warrant. We'll dig more into the... We'll dig more into the case documents. 
I tr it truly doesn't matter if it's more, you guys. Like, that's not important to me. I don't think I've ever cared if I'm right. Yeah, it's the cars and the home from what I am seeing. But, and I know you guys are saying that too. They didn't pull from the cars until 11.29. Okay. So 103 was the house, 113 once they impounded the cars. So the dumpsters, the house, and the cars is the 113. And then if we want to include, which I thought that was low. I from that. Well, duh. That's that doesn't low. change anything. No, I agree with you, <laughs> that but literally you were, doesn't change anything. I agree because I think that is very low. But when you add on, there should be over a thousand pieces at least just from the house alone. Yeah, but but it you is still like gross incompetence because you're talking about an apartment where the victims never were. I never were. I know it's a fact that they collected evidence from the dumpsters. I had it in a report kind of like this. I'd have to go back and find it. They may have stated it in this, to be honest. So n at least 90% of the evidence should have came from the house. A crime scene, It Brian's apartment isn't a crime scene. His parents' house isn't a crime scene. They thought they were going to get evidence from his car, and they did not. So it, if no, there is more than 113, it still doesn't prove anything. It still proves a disgusting amount of incompetence. Well, that's what I was from the house. It should have been 113 at least per room. And then every door handle, every faucet, every bathroom, every, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I am totally good being wrong. I, it doesn't bother me at all. Not even a little bit, because it doesn't change anything. It still is the same concern. Yeah, and and if they did collect more evidence from this FBI search, then, I mean, you could probably add that on. But um, I, I think it wasn't enough. I they, don't... They didn't gather any more evidence because everything was taken out of the house. The only way is if they're submitting walls and floors like we were talking about you know what i mean yeah. could they have taken off a stair rail could they have taken off a cabinet door absolutely yeah absolutely so so all i'm saying is like to get the totality of the physical evidence from all homes including brian's parents home and his apartment we would have to go to those warrants and we would have to or whatever and see um i think they're technically called warrants i know there was an itemized list uh and and count those and add it on but like i said from the beginning if it doesn't include those which i i think we it doesn't i'm pretty positive i'm certain at this point that it doesn't i still feel like that's incredibly low that's why i said that in the beginning because i still don't think that's enough yeah well obviously like it I feel like it doesn't even need to be stated. It yeah. is such a gross incompetence, literally. Like, there's something wrong here. It, look, here's a theory, okay? Brian Koberger did it. And there is an overabundance amount of evidence at that house. But because of a lack of experience and crime scene tampering, yeah. accidental tampering from students being in there and stuff, Law enforcement didn't gather it 
because all they gathered was 113. I feel like they should have taken a piece of tape and gone over every floor, inch by inch by inch, and taken those to ISP to verify and look for uh, fibers. They should have pulled out every drawer, every piece of clothing. Like, I'm blown away when I look at the FBI go into Rex Hewerman's home and conduct a search of this magnitude in nature. And then you see what they did in Moscow. And I'm like, what? What is wrong? What is wrong? We do know what they did. They didn't do anything. They did 113 pieces of evidence. I bet you there's more pieces of flooring in one room than 113. <laughs> I feel like anybody that looks at this will see how incompetent that looks when you have Rex Hewerman, who from one home and his cars gathered over a thousand pieces. And then compared to Moscow, they have 113 pieces. I'm telling you, you know how many doorknobs are in the house? I bet I could figure it out pretty quick. How many doors do we have downstairs? So one room, two room, three room, four room. That's one, two, three, four, five. I mean, technically they can put them together. So one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, tw twelve door doorknobs alone. And the, you're telling me there's 113 pieces of evidence. I mean, oh no. The the most updated information we have on That's the evidence. So comical. Yeah, the the most recent evidence we have, like for the totality of physical evidence, is 113 from the home, um, and and dumpsters and cars. So it is 113. For, it is for the home and the cars. It is. That, it's not questionable. No, that's not questionable. Now the the Pennsylvania, you know, parents' home and the and the. The apartment, Brian's apartment in Pullman, those are that's separate. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This looks so bad. It looks so awful. Horrible. I just look at this and I'm embarrassed for them. Yeah, I'm dead serious. I'm being dead serious, you guys. I'm not trying to troll. If I'm going into a case, don't you want the prosecution to look like they have their stuff together? Don't you want the prosecution to look like they know what they're doing? They need to look like the experts. They need to be the experts. And you have 113 pieces of evidence. How many pieces of clothing were on the floor? We're going to be able to see with those cameras, how many pieces of clothing were four victims wearing? Because if I'm doing a count right now, I'm thinking shirt, pants, 
underwear, maybe socks, right? So five, not including jewelry, earrings, and hair ties per person. So if we're, so let's just say roughly seven average, and that gives two pieces of jewelry, which more than likely would be way more. Seven times four is 28 pieces of this 113. Now we include the beds, the box springs, and maybe a frame. I don't know. Maybe a headboard. I don't know. But that's adding another six, seven, maybe eight pieces. Now we're at 36. We're we're almost halfway there or a quarter. What was that? 31, 20. Well, I was over 25%. So like that is just counting on my hands without even taking into account what was going on there. This, this looks awful. And then when you look at other cases, other murders, normally when they have a suspect, they have more evidence than this right here. Normally for a case where the, the suspect or perpetrator is unknown. The average was 540 pieces of evidence. 540. Uh, I was wondering about the clothes being separate. So I, I wondered that when they take, okay, the, the victim's bodies and they, they transport them to get autopsies and stuff, the coroner goes through, they remove the clothing, they you know, are supposed to take like, you know, the scrapings from under nails, uh, swab the body. I wondered if that was separate from their list here of 103 and then later updated to 113. I think. I mean, does it really affect it? I think that. I was just using that as an example. I know you're using it as an example, but I wondered that is all I'm saying. I I do think that that is probably separate and that will be not according to this. That will be in the coroner's report. So that still makes them look incompetent then, because according to the training for law enforcement, anything that you can pick up with your hands is considered physical evidence. Yeah. So if you're getting swabs under fingernails, yeah, but they do that testing of blood. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. This case pre Brian Koberger had 113 pieces of physical evidence. Uh, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that I think that 113 is the evidence from the home. Correct. Anything you can pick up. They can't pick up things off the body. They're not supposed to touch them. They go to the medical examiner's office. They are the ones who do that. So I'm thinking that is a separate report. No, it's not. It's not. It's not at all. (laughs) What? That that doesn't make any sense. Pre-Brian Koberger, there's 113 period. It is not 113 from the home. It doesn't say anywhere that it's 113 from the home. It is 113 pieces of physical evidence total. I I understand that, but they don't give us details, so we don't know. Yes, because that has to be classified. Okay. This is public information in the case that has to be issued as discovery. So this 113 is included with the tips, is included with the the photos. They wouldn't be like, hey, 
We have 10,000 pictures, 9,000 tips, 51 terabytes of data, 113 pieces of physical evidence. But then we, we have this over here. I, I don't feel like it matters that much anyway, um, but I, I don't think it's included. Uh, then what? I, I don't believe it is. Then how do you guys justify when they're giving the total Because the autopsies are sealed. We're not allowed to know anything that's within the autopsies. Yeah, but we're not allowed to know any of this. I, I get that, but they were releasing this pre-gag order. I get that they hide what they actually are, but they were releasing what the officers themselves were collecting pre-gag order, just not the details of it. I don't agree. I, I, I don't, don't agree. I don't think that the autopsy evidence is included that, that, in this. That does not, yeah, maybe not in this. This specific right here. 113 absolutely. in 113. Absol oh, absolutely it is. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Be why would they hold that back when they're submitting an official report with the totals of the evidence gathered? Why would they hold that back? I don't know, but I don't think it's included. It is. I don't think so, but I'm I'm just I'd have to look I, it up more I to know. I won't search it now, but I'll bring it next stream. I absolutely will. I will. You guys, because what's that report then? You're telling me that they're not gonna submit the clothing information. All that evidence goes to ISP. All this evidence goes to ISP. We're talking fingerprints. We're talking uh, samples of the blood. We're talking all of this, these things. I mean, maybe if if we had something that said, I mean, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like you guys are like trying to make it make sense when I'm it not, does it. I'm not trying. I still don't think it's enough. It, it's That's why I said I think it's pointless. Because it's it wouldn't be that much additional. Um, it it might make it closer. It's grossly incompetent. No matter what, which way you look for it, and I am an advocate for law enforcement always. But because I'm an advocate for law enforcement, we have to hold our police accountable when they aren't doing their job. They're not doing their job here with 113 pieces of evidence. It's impossible. For a three-story house. No, I, I still think 113 is low. It, it doesn't matter if the autopsy evidence is included or not. I mean, if it is included, then it's even worse. But if it's not, then I still feel like it's low. So, Yeah, I and that's that's fine, J-Ray. Yeah, I, we've agreed on that. We've yeah, agreed on that. I, to me, that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. And and it it doesn't make sense for their to not for for them to get physical evidence from the body, but then not include it in the physical evidence they're talking about. I just have a hard time understanding that.
My bedtime isn't for another four hours, you guys. Yeah, it's a constructive debate for sure. I agree because I'm not bothered and I'm fine if I'm wrong. But when you're looking at evidence submissions to the court, it doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense for them to include every tip, every every audio and video evidence but then this 113 when they're talking about the tips and they're talking about the audio video footage they are that wasn't gathered at the house so why would they just include a number that was only found at the house like that doesn't make sense to me uh heather sent another one saying this is the last time 113 was mentioned if i sent it to the thought riot chat I was trying to find where 113 was, but... Oh, yeah, I found it. It's on page four. So, at this point, December 19th, would the autopsies have been done? Yes, right? Yep. Where is it? It is not in the email. It's in Discord in the Thought Riot chat. Okay. I... I'm not trying to, like, prove what I'm saying is right. No, she just sent it. This? And I think it's interesting. So I'm just showing you. It doesn't have anything to do with anything about autopsies. I was just curious when the autopsies were done. Thank you, Heather, for sending that. Okay, where is it? Page four. Uh, two. Four. Down. Yeah, addition. It's under additional, I think. Yeah. And this is dated December 19th, 2022. Yeah. And it's 113 pieces. So, it yeah, that's pre BK. So, that's definitely the residence. Um, and it, it mentions there um, the dumpsters, the three dumpsters. Yeah. Which is, it's odd. They, they collected evidence from three dumpsters, but not the trash at the house. I'm telling you that there's issues here. I know Major that. Major issues. I've said that from the beginning and I've said it throughout and I still agree that there's an and, issue there. And you're telling me that they didn't check the bodies and send it to ISP? I do believe they did that. And it's part of the 113. I Otherwise, it would be labeled here different. They aren't hiding that they're getting testing done on the bodies. Hmm. It just, it does, yeah, it doesn't talk about the evidence from the bodies. It doesn't say anywhere here that that is included. So that, I don't, I don't know that it was. I, there's really no evidence to say it was or was not. I mean, it had to go somewhere. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it I get what you're somewhere. I get what you're saying and you could be right, but from 
from just I just don't think it was, but I don't know. I, it, it would say it on here. It would say it on here. That it what you it's think like, it's you think it would say that it was included? I think that it would say, look it, if they're giving a current breakdown of all the evidence, all of it, because they're including tips here, they're including emails, they're including digital media, you're telling me that they're gonna include everything except for some of the most important evidence in the case, the, the what was tested on on the bodies. What? Yeah, I, I still don't think it was included because it doesn't state anywhere about that. It's mentioning dumpsters, the home, it, but it's not. Tips, emails, digital submissions. This is the totality of the evidence. I, I see that. That's just such a strange way to look at something when they're, when someone's like, here's the breakdown of all the evidence we have, but you need to make up on your own accord that we didn't include this. What? <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. Autopsies were conducted on November 17th. The And this is up a little bit. It's on page three. Um, I don't know if this is going to have anything in it. I haven't read it yet, but the Lataw County coroner confirmed the identity of the four, uh, unalived individuals and their cause and manner of death is homicide by stabbing. The coroner stated the four victims were likely asleep. Some had defensive wounds and each was stabbed multiple times. There was no sign of SA. Hmm. Nope. Yeah, nothing. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like if if there was additional evidence pulled from the bodies, I think that it would have been posted here. I really do. I just don't think that it could make sense not having it. Because where would it be? Where else could it be, you guys? Like, help me understand where else it could be. Okay, the collection of evidence from the body of a deceased person requires the cooperation of the coroner's office and all law enforcement agencies. Typically, the coroner's office has jurisdiction over the body and property of the deceased. It is important that any evidence collected from the deceased be collected with the knowledge and permission of the coroner's office. Advise the coroner's office of what was taken and ensure that any evidence collected be made available to the pathologist. Mm. It is important to note that some evidence will be much better preserved if it is collected at the crime scene rather than at the morgue. Yeah. 
Evidence that can be lost or altered during transport includes bloodstain patterns, saliva residue from bite marks, gunshot powder residues, uh, and loosely adhering trace evidence. When necessary, remove clothing at the scene. In addition, biological evidence, uh, like body fluids, you know, body cavities, uh, may be better preserved if collected as soon as possible than dried and stored frozen. Although it may be desirable to collect such evidence at the crime scene, it may not always be possible due to the conditions at the scene or the policies of a particular coroner's office. In these cases, photographs must be used to capture important pattern, position, location information before the body is moved. Ensure that intermediate, intermediate, yeah, from different angles and close-up photographs are obtained to adequately document at evidence. Hmm. Yeah. So. Anything collected off the body, it in our in the video, I went through that. I I looked this up before that video, before this stream, and the rule is if it can be picked up, it is considered physical evidence. So, I'm telling you, that is included in there. You guys don't have to believe me, but that is 100% included. Yeah, that they conveniently lost the reports, but not any physical evidence gathered from the body. Physical evidence goes to ISP to go with the rest of the case. But I, I won't give you guys any more headaches. Yeah, I'm a good sport. I'm I'm not even bothered. I'm not even worked up at all over it. I just want to know. I already I, know. It's it's not it's not that I'm trying to disprove you or have an argument about it. I just want to know what the truth is because I was under the impression that what you're saying is not true. Yeah. But I don't know. I I love that you all are trying to prove me wrong. I appreciate it, but I already know. I came with this information. I read on it for like six hours before. I'm just not willing to read on it while we're on uh, while we're yeah. on stream. So uh, I have like a document here that's really, really, really good. And I'm going to post it in Discord. And I think this will answer some questions if anyone's curious. I'm going to definitely read through it, but it's very long. I so um, listen, I honestly don't care if I'm wrong in anything, you guys. The only reason I know what I know is because of all of you. But this is one thing I know. I know because I specifically looked for it. Because of how ridiculous this 113 is. It is so ridiculous. It is. I don't think people understand when they look at this number just how ridiculous it is. It is like comparing a kindergarten kindergartner with a professional athlete and asking them to play basketball against each other. Literally. When so for average crimes, and this was an unaverage crime for an average crime on the document that I posted in the video, the average is 540 pieces of physical evidence. Now, in cases where 
the perpetrator is unknown. It's even higher than that. So I don't know what is going on with police, you guys, but please, I would be thrilled to be proved wrong because I want to believe in the police here. I really want to. I do. Yeah, for sure. You should mess with me. I want to believe in the police here. I really do. I want them to be right more than anything in the world. I hope that they're right with Brian Koberger. But when I see things like 113 pieces of evidence, oh my gosh. Oh. I I feelings I never get anxious. I I don't like awkwardness and when I see 113, I feel anxiety for them because a defense attorney is going to rip them apart. I would target that and I would target the fact that the ISP didn't find uh, quality DNA and I would make them look like kindergartners. And that's what I'm worried about. If Brian Koberger is it. We don't know that there's 5,000 pieces of physical evidence. We have here there, no. other things. It, there isn't 5,000 pieces of physical evidence. Right. Yeah, you're right. Every picture camera angle is, but that's not included in the physical evidence. No. This is the physical evidence yep. that includes DNA, anything you can pick up. Not. Yep. It's not digital. Don't. Di digital is way more naturally. Yeah. Naturally, you know. Yeah. No, it's not considered digital. I mean, it's not considered physical evidence, Tennessee. Yeah, we're talking strictly physical here because here is listed digital evidence. And There's thousands upon thousands. And those numbers aren't even right. No. Um, those numbers are 10,000 tips, 10,000 pictures, and the whatever 40, 50 terabytes of information um it is evidence we we agree that it's evidence yeah, it's, it's just, digital evidence it's digital though it's not physical physical yeah. is is what we're talking about here um and and i feel like that is a problem yeah physical evidence is normally what lands a case and a conviction normally unless there is video of the person perpetrating the crime right um now in this case though there is an absurdly little amount of evidence and it makes me nervous for them. It makes me nervous for the prosecution. Yeah, there's far more than 113 pieces of evidence. It's just 113 is the physical, meaning, like we said before, you know, swabs, anything that they could have picked up from the crime scene. Uh, that I guess that is interesting. Ethan's autopsy didn't come back till mid-December. Hey, Jennifer, coming in hot, gifting five memberships. That is awesome. Yes, welcome, welcome, everyone. We appreciate you. And welcome, everybody, coming to the Thought Riot. This was fun, but it, it sounds like I was stressing all you guys out. I was having fun. 
Yeah, I I I just hope they have their stuff together, man. I listen, so here's the rule of thumb. If you can pick it up, it's physical evidence. If it can be picked up, it's physical evidence. So I hope the police are smart enough to take that DoorDash delivery because that was the night of the murders. Um, I, I'm just very nervous for the prosecution. I'm nervous if Brian Koberger is the guy that he's going to be let out because of police doing things like this. Because this is gross incompetence. It absolutely is any way you look at it. So that report that I show in the video, uh, the average for a murder, for a single murder, for a single crime is 540 pieces of physical evidence. They are less than 20% of what that average is. And this is a quadruple homicide with an unknown suspect. So technically, it should be way more than that. It should be on the high end of the scale here. It just makes me nervous for him, man, because I have no idea if Brian's the guy. I have no idea if he was involved. I have no idea any of these things. But what I do know is that 113 pieces of evidence is wrong. They should have just been open about all of this, you know? And I think even in situations where police make mistakes, if if people are open about it, um, I'll call the FBI tomorrow. <laughs> I will. For sure. I will. Absolutely. I'll let you guys know about it. I should record. Oh, I don't know if I'm not allowed to record it. Never mind. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, the police are just busy digging their own holes here. And it sucks because I don't want that for them. I do not want that for them. I want them to be trustworthy. I want them to have a respectful investigation. I want them to do all these things the right way. I That's what I want. I believe in these systems, you guys. I believe in law enforcement. I've had family. I've had some best friends in law enforcement. Uh, and, and if I'm in trouble, I will call a police officer. I 100% believe in these systems. But in order to believe in these systems, we've got to be able to hold these systems accountable. I posted that document that I found on protocol and the role of police officers and coroners. It's I posted it to the investigations tab, so... Yeah, I think I I think I tagged the document I talked about in mine too, where it gave the breakdown of evidence. And uh evidence is categorized into four or five topics. Um in most cases, it also tells you why there could be a couple other subtopics as well. 
but in most cases it's categorized into four or five topics. That's why I, it did not make sense for there to be additional physical evidence over here when they're talking about physical evidence over there. They, they wouldn't split it up like that. It's going to go to the same place. It's going to be tested in the same way. They need to check if there is cross-contamination DNA in their wounds. Um, they need to check and make sure there's no bodily fluids on their body. Um, they need to check all those things. And all that evidence is going to ISP where it will be joined with this 113. Yep, that's exactly right. It is. Exactly correct. It just doesn't include the physical evidence. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So, yes, there's a ton of uh, papers and pictures and videos that may not even pertain to Koberger because it's all of it. It is literally everything they collected. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Um, now, the physical evidence is where we're questioning this because 113 from the home specifically and the cars and three dumpsters seems really low. And the bodies. So he he agrees that it's the home and the cars and the dumpsters and not Brian Koberger's apartment or parents house. We'd establish that, that it does not include those. But he does think it's from, yes, 113 from Moscow, Idaho. Right, Jared? Yeah. But I think it he could be any of believes these that the bodies are, in, the evidence collected from the bodies is included in that 113. Yeah. Yeah. I think J-Ray is confused, honestly. Maybe. <laughs> I think she's a little confused. But I hope, I hope that you, it's clearer now. Yes, that is accurate. They did seize those things from his parents' home. Yes. Which is not included in the 113. Do we have understanding now, J-Ray? Yes, you can get DNA from an onion. Onion has DNA in it. Yeah. I think everything natural has DNA. I think J-Ray is the most stressed right now. <laughs> but it's okay. I don't get stressed. I feel like this is the same situation as last time when everyone's like, oh my gosh, you guys are fighting. And like, I'm not stressed. I didn't have any rise in emotion. Not even a little bit. And I was joking when I said we were fighting. He still doesn't think I was joking, but I was. I was definitely joking. Yeah, I didn't feel any type of way because I I don't ever need to be right, you guys. I'm not that's not something I ever want. I'm not interested in it. So No, he just wants proof. When he when he says something a lot of times, he's done a ton of research to back up what he's saying. So he needs proof or evidence to believe otherwise to change my opinion and it's not that i need to be right i i just need to see evidence and like that 113 i still don't nobody has shown me concrete evidence it's all just opinion based on statistical probabilities of there being 113 pieces and 
uh, picking up other pieces. But what I mean by that is what I'm looking for is a record, a court record saying this is how many pieces that is. It's not even worth it. We got to hop off anyway. Okay. We'll do it next time or something, or we'll put it in the community exactly. tab. Everybody needs certainty, you guys. No one should take it. No one should take my opinion. Don't ever believe me. Ever. Never. I'm never right. I am always wrong. The only thing that I know in life is that I know nothing. 100 and 13, baby. I don't want you guys to believe me. I really don't. But I guess I just needed to clarify, like, what is evidence, right? What is concrete enough for me to change my opinion? Because I, I won't change my opinion until I see something that has caused me to change it. This document wasn't made. The one that's on the screen wasn't made before the autopsies. Uh, no. This it, is post-autopsy. It is post It's December 19th. Yeah. I, Mike, you of all people talking about numerology? I know. Isn't that weird? I feel like Mike's trying to bait us. I feel like he does bait us sometimes, but it is an odd... He's being sarcastic there because it Dude, is an odd number. Know it's people not going to have concerns with it. I know what it, it, because it's a weird number because it fits into it's the going over your head. It's not an even number. It's oh, an odd gotcha. number. <laughs> I think that's, that's why funny. he said that. Yeah, that's super funny. It's not even it's not an even number. <laughs> It's not even an even number. Oh, man, I think I messed up that. Okay, that's month three badge, you guys, for the poll. I forgot to put month three. So the first month is the lightning bolt. The second month is the light bulb. Um, we're going for the third month here. It's not even an even number. I got it, Mike. <laughs> Is 113 a prime number? I'm the kind of person who likes puns and like is it funny, you know, like yeah. intellectual jokes. It is, right? Yeah, it is. What? 113 is a prime number. What does that mean? That it can't be added into it's I don't pull it up. I don't know the exact terminology, but it means that it can't be multiplied into itself or whatever. I'm trying to remember what that means. Like, I can tell you how to work the problem, but I can't tell you the definition of that said problem. But it it just means that it, it can't be, not fraction, multiplied into itself. Yeah, that was a great joke, Mike. <laughs> right? Or am I wrong? 
I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been uh, a prime number can only be divided by one in itself. Yes. Okay. So it can't be multiplied into. I was saying it wrong, but yes. Yep. Like there is no multiplication that can get you to that number is what I'm saying. One times 113. Right. It, it can only be one times 113. So, yes. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, just not, I was saying it backwards. <laughs> the story of my life. Jay Ray didn't vote for her own suggestion. Hers was the neon spy, like, uh, not spyglass, magnifying glass, and she didn't even vote for it. What did you want your vote to be? So you weren't confused? Now I'm confused. What? How is the chat invisible? Is it really? No. Okay. Do, do we have enough votes? Um. This was a long one because you guys needed to prove me wrong. When I was okay with being proved wrong. I wasn't trying to prove you wrong. I just wanted to know for me. The new emoji should be 113. Oh, man. Yeah. But what will that look like? Just 113? Like, that's it? Or should something else be a part of it? Okay, everybody. That is it for Wait. the true crime talk show. Well, I'll just take the poll. I'll go through the normal exit stuff. Um so thank you all for being here. Make sure that you do all the things, do all the podcast things. Make sure you do research so that you can come on here and prove me wrong. I should, everyone who proves me wrong, I should give, give them something. <laughs> I'm just digging it deeper. But, uh, my brain does not have 113 cells inside of it. I think I'm down to the single digits, you guys. All right, so make sure you do all the podcast things. Hop on uh, Amazon, on uh, Google, on Spotify, on Apple, and come hang out and Shoot us a rating and a comment on the True Crime Talk Show, as you can see here. Uh, it is this that we are on now. And then come and check out Thought Riot, the True Crime and Criminal Culture podcast. And Malia is finishing the poll here, but tonight was a good night. Tonight was a great night. And tomorrow we are going to be shooting the new pre-recorded content. So we should be able to bring some new stuff to the table. 
And make sure you guys hit that like on the way out. We appreciate all of you. Yeah, uh, if you haven't got your vote in members for the poll on what the month three member badge should be, uh, definitely vote real quick because we're about to close it out here. So far, it looks like the thought bubble with lightning inside is winning. Yeah, there's nothing even really close. Mm, the thought right brain is a little bit close. Maybe I could do that for month four. Yeah, we'll do the first one for month three. The second one is month four. Yeah. All right, I'm going to close it out now. Hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> a couple vote, more votes. Got I in. just think people are super touchy about the Moscow law enforcement honestly um but which is really strange because i feel like even if you believe brian koberger is guilty like that's more of a reason to criticize to judge and to hold accountable that law enforcement because do you want a suspect getting off if you think he's guilty i wouldn't i don't know if he's guilty i have no clue none but I, if he is guilty, I can't have somebody that can end four people walking around in society. Yeah. We cannot have that. And 113 pieces is doing that. <clears throat> Maybe. It is. It'll all come out in the wash in the trial. But yeah, I agree. It's It concerns me. I mean, um, that 113 is not like evidence we're waiting for that's a black eye no matter how you look at it when there's a gag order it's not like they're going to come out and be like haha because of the gag we hid a hundred pieces of physical evidence you know you just don't know the details have fun on your uh lu lucidity on ambient micro Kimmy. that's okay funny. did you end it okay i'm gonna end it now End poll. And it looks like the lightning bolt, the, the thought bubble with lightning inside one. So that's what it's going to be. Thank you guys for voting. Uh, thank you for being here. I hope all of you have a wonderful night. Yes, Bonnie, it won. Yeah, that's scary, Mike. Jeez. It was a great, great suggestion. I love it. I hoped it would win. Yeah. All right, you guys. We appreciate all of you. My name is Brendan. This is Thought Riot Podcast, the true crime talk show by Thought Riot Podcast. And yeah. Have a great night. Bye.